0: Hey everyone, welcome to
1: a brand
2: new
1: M.A. Roasted podcast. We got a great show today. Uh, we got Shang in the house, one of my favorite comedians, uh, monster comic, Fucking great actor. Uh, we have my man wean Dog is here. What's up, dude? So the kid Perez. Uh, we got a great. We got my buddy Dr. Asandra's coming on, who's my TRT doctor. We're gonna talk to him. <laughs> we're, gonna to, we're gonna try to get Shang on TRT. Uh, and well, me too. As well as Charles Rosa. So it's gonna be a great show. Um, can't wait. Want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, marijuana is legal in California. Get it delivered right to you, Speedweed. Don't go out during this pandemic. Okay, stay safe. Let's fucking let's end this. All right. So get it delivered right to you. They got CBD. They got marijuana. They got edibles. They got sex lube. You name it, they got it. Wait, wait, wait what? They, I, we've made a we, buy for you. We use actually CBD sex lube and THC sex lube. Put it on your dick, and then your dick gets high. You get high. It's it's great. Uh, now, I want to talk. I want to tell a little story before the the podcast starts. Okay. I was on the set of uh, I did an episode of um, that show, The Real Husbands of Hollywood. It was on BT with Kevin Hart was the star of it, mm-hmm. and I was one of the judges. It was me, uh, Tony Rock was at a comedy, it was a comedy show competition, and on the episode it was me, uh, Earthquake, who's a huge comic, uh, especially in the black community, he's huge, as well as uh, mm-hmm. as well as Lunell Lunell the girl. People know her from Borat. She was the prostitute in Borat, it's a really funny comic. And we're sitting there and I could tell that out of the three of us, I was the least known out of the audience. Uh, Cause like, just based on the reception in the scene, they're like, give it up for our judge. You know, my buddy Chris Spencer got me the job. Chris Spencer's a really funny comic, great right. writer. So what happened was, and all these big heavies in the comedy world were there. This guy Stan Lathan, like just big, you know, people who produce Chappelle's and produce, you know, huge stuff. And Tony Rock was there, all these, these big people. So they say to me, um, uh, all of a sudden it's in a comedy club scene, the audience is there, and one of the generators broke. So they said they needed time to fill. So Chris goes to me, and it's ten o'clock in the morning, and, and I gotta learn my I have my lines and everything. And he goes, Adam, make everyone laugh, just right now. And I was like, all right, fuck what? it, you know? Right. So I just got up on the stage, and I started telling jokes, and I murdered. And I murdered because of all the 20 years of comedy and the shitty fucking gigs and all these horrible things that I've had to do over the years that at 10 o'clock in the morning, so on on no notice someone could say, go make everyone laugh, I can do it. Shang, you're one of those comics too. You don't need that. Now, the the reason I'm telling you this story is because the fighter version of this times 100 is Jorge Masvidal, okay? Jorge Masvidal. They tell him on one week notice, you're going to Abu Dhabi and you're fighting for the title. And he's like, fuck it. Let's go. Where's the flight? And uh, <laughs> that's the kind of duty he is. So I am very excited about this fight this Saturday. Okay. And I'm not saying I'm not equating my comedy to Masvidal. Okay. He's, he's the world champion. No, champ.
2: it's, it's, it's close.
1: I'm just saying you got to be ready. Okay. And you got to be ready because you got to put thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of hours into something. For you to get to the point where you can do it in your sleep. Now, here are the positives about this fight, okay? Number one, it's Masvidal. This is a guy that just beat Nate Diaz. I mean, work Nate Diaz. And this is an Nate Diaz that came off beating Anthony Pettis. He knocked out Askren in five seconds, although people are arguing it should have been three, all right? And he knocked out uh, he knocked out Donald Cerrone before that, uh, and before that it was Darren Till. He's beating a fucking who's who. Of Darren Till's
2: two. no joke.
1: No joke. We just saw yeah. that to Calvin Gaston. so I'm excited about having Masvidal fight Usman. Here are the negatives because I'm not just gonna I'm not gonna be one of these guys out there that everyone's like yes 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 exciting. He's not in shape. <laughs> he's got to lose 22 pounds in six days. He looks like he's been training for Burning Man. Uh, he looks like fucking Happy Gilmore's caddy. OK, <laughs> and I'm not even going to blame the guy because it's a pandemic. Gyms aren't even open. And if they are open, it's for a couple of people um, that are training for fights. He was retired last week. He said, I'm done fighting. He's like, I'm done until I get paid more money. He was like, fuck it, I'm out. So I don't know if we're getting the best all to beat Usman. And I think the best Masvidal can beat Uzmo. But this version of Masvidal, who's taking this fight on one week notice, who has to fly to Abu Dhabi and then lose 23 pounds, who hasn't really been in camp. Oh, and we're not talking about a guy who's in, ga- he has 16 knockouts. Yes. But a lot of those knockouts were stoppages. They were like, he hits you with like, a five punch combo and you're stopped. We're right. not talking about Engano knockouts where he he fucking he he flicks a booger at you and you're out, or um, Anthony Johnson knockouts who hits you with like his toe. And I mean, <laughs> so he yes, Masvidal has power. He doesn't have the kind of power that those guys think. So I'm kind of worried that he's not going to put on the best fight, and then his stock is going to go down. Because we know what a full camp all is capable of. Shang, Joseph, I, what? I think,
2: they're him, they're, I think they're throwing him to the wolves. I, I mean, I just think it's bullshit. I mean, I, I wanted to see them fight, but it's bullshit. Uh, a week, I don't give a fuck how good you are. You need, you need that time. You need that time. Losing that much weight, when I saw the picture of him, I thought, wow. Yeah, yeah, apparently, you know, he was in the Revenant for a little bit, too. I mean, he just doesn't look like he's ready to go. And... Um, I think it's just fucked up. I think they should definitely. But it might have been, hey, man, here's the money you asked for. We need you. Burns is not coming through because he got the he got the Rona. Yeah. So so I, I get it, but I wouldn't do it. I, w- I would be like, you know what? I'd rather wait, get a full camp, and do it. I would absolutely say no. I get it. He's that type of dude. Like, you want to fight? We can fight in the fucking parking lot. I get it. <laughs> but He shouldn't do it. He's not ready for Usman. Uh, no, no,
1: ESPN put a clip up on their Twitter page of like, is Mosford already? And they put him fighting in Kimbo's backyard, right? Which was like, which was 40 great. years ago. But he's not fighting the fucking guy in Kimbo's backyard. He's fighting Kamaru Usman, the number one fighter in the world. I mean,
2: it's it's, it's silly, but he's gonna get a, He's gonna get the bag. He's definitely he, gonna get a bag. He,
1: he, said, he said he got very, very, very close to what he asked for. He's got he's getting pay per view points. Which there's nothing else on this uh, going on on Saturday night, so he's going to be making bank. He's probably talked to people, and they were like, "Yo, what'd you make for the last pay per view?" Other fighters. His management's not stupid; they know what they're doing. Um, but also, I, I mean, people are like, "Well, listen, Biz being knocked out, Rockhold on one week notice." Yes, but that's also kind of not a fair comparison because Biz being lost to Rockhold before that fight. So uh, Masvidal never fought Usman. And Rockhold is a, was a very cocky guy who right. beat Bisping pretty easily, who didn't think that Bisping had a lot of power. So he stuck his chin out. He's like, fucking punch me kind of. And then, so Usman isn't that guy. He's He doesn't have that kind of arrogance that Luke Rockhold has. Yeah, and, he has uh, that,
2: uh, Usman has that work, that workman ethic and that grind and that wrestling, but the only thing I can see is because, uh, you know, Masvidal is such a fucking tough guy. Even though he's – right now, he's kind of a soft, pudgy, tough guy. Yeah. Um, he's such a – but I've seen, I've seen the crazier shit. If he taps – if he taps Usman a couple times in the fucking cranium, I, I can see Usman uh, falling down. Well,
1: what, he got, what he has going for him also is he doesn't like him. He hates him. He hates Usman. Yeah, so, I mean it seems like Mosfidal is the kind of dude that he fights better against guys he doesn't like. He's got he's got that Cuban fucking t- you know toughness yeah. with him. Like he a chip on his shoulder is like he didn't <sighs> like Ben Askren,
2: You know. Oh no, yeah. In fact, he told he said he would fight him at Whole Foods, which I thought was hilarious. He didn't like Whole Foods.
1: He didn't like Nate Diaz. Uh it so he doesn't like, like
0: anybody he fights, basically. No,
1: it seemed like he gets Wonderboy. No, Boy. that's not true. It seemed like Wonder Boy. he, like, I mean, it's impossible to not like Wonder Boy. Yeah. Right. He, uh, so, and uh, Darren Till,
2: he didn't dislike him. He just was like, let's get it on. Come on, bring it.
1: So it seems like, uh, now, uh, Wendell, what, what are your thoughts?
0: I think the weight cut is not going to be a big problem. I feel like he normally has to cut that much weight. I feel like most fighters cut around 20 pounds in the upper divisions, right? Would you agree with that?
1: Not in a week. No, but he's, but he's going, they're fighting at 170. I used to be 55, so now he's 192. Uh, he probably cut that at 55, but in some ways maybe it'll be easier because it is just fat. Mm. He's not cutting muscle at this point. Because just water well, weight. Yeah, he's just he's. I mean, he obviously was not expecting the fight. I mean, look at him. Um, I, I mean, he
2: wasn't, it was supposed to be. He. he why would he think it's going to happen?
1: He probably looked – I mean, coronavirus probably looked at his body and was like, ah, we're good. I, I mean, that's how fucking <laughs> – But uh,
2: so, <laughs> so you are going to affect you, but, but –
1: Yeah, ah, you know what? Like, it looks like you already got it, like, crabs. Right. Um, so, what do, so what do you think is going to happen, know. I think – well, I think Masvidal is going to be like a
0: plus 180 underdog. I think Already, he, He's
1: already at minus 320. Favorite? or Underdog. Underdog. Which so I, might put money on, I might put money on my Yeah, I think, that's,
0: I think that's a good bet. I think, he calls, I think he has a great camp at an American top team. I think his his coaches are brilliant. I think he's a very, very intelligent fighter. I, don't, I think if he's going to win, it obviously has to be in the earlier rounds. You know, I don't know if he can survive a five-round grinding wrestling match with Kamaru Usman.
1: In the no. Middle East. I mean, who knows how fucking hot it is out there. In Abu right, God. I know.
0: You got to put that in there, too, because you got to think – That's
2: going to affect him a little bit, too. But Miami, though, uh, at least he
1: I mean, the good news is that his camp trained Colby for Usman. So they spent a lot of time watching Usman. So the same guys that, like, are now dealing with Masvidal, which is, I think, Mike Brown and Mako and those guys, those guys uh, were training for – you know, Colby Covington. So they've they, they, they watched a lot of tape on it. it was- so they know his ins
2: and outs, they know, but I still think it's just too short notice. I no. think he's gonna fucking have a problem. And only thing that's gonna get him through is that Cuban, fuck you, I'll fight you toughness. And if he kicks into that, and into that kind of disdain and hatred he has for people, he, but that's this, what's going to get him. Through. But
1: Nigerians are pretty fucking tough too. Man. They're pretty tough too. I mean, they're out there
2: fighting, you know, <laughs> fighting builder, <laughs> builder Beast warthogs, and shit.
1: I mean, we're not we're not talking about Beverly Hills versus. Cuba. I know we're
2: talking about Usman. Who he's a, he's grimy. He's definitely grimy. He's not as grimy. I mean, he's not the most grimy Nigerian. I I gotta say, Salbender is the one I've seen where he's just like, you gotta fucking kill me. Yeah. I like, like he has that. Like, to me, Stylebender has that a little bit more, like, I'll fucking die first. Well, Usman is a little bit more, you know, little flash, little this. He's the By the that- way, I
1: gotta ask you, Shane, because we got a lot of comments about, uh, people like the fact that you talked about your ex being a cheating bitch. Um, when you found out that she was cheating on you, did you go out and bang other girls?
2: Uh, no, I didn't.
1: Wow, you stayed no, loyal I- to a cheating woman.
2: No, I I I, I divorced her and I, um basically just start focusing on myself and and really just going after the comedy super hard and it worked. Good. It worked. I ended up getting a lot of really, really, really good shit. So, Uh, then I started, and then once I did that, then I started knocking them down. I had to knock down a few antelopes, because that's uh, what lions do, you know.
1: Now, another guy that I'm worried about this week after hearing him talk was, is um, Max Holloway, who said he had no training partners and did not spar one round for his upcoming fight.
0: Oh, uh, so this oh. whole card is going to be a disaster <laughs> for every fighter.
1: What What are we doing here? Like, can I fight in this fucking thing?
2: <laughs> it's just like, hey guys, what are you doing? You want Hey, what are you doing on Tuesday? Uh, nothing. Going to go to Abu Dhabi and fight. Is, is, is,
1: there, a, is there a sign-up sheet? Uh, like, is this Oh man, it's like
2: sign-up. it's. It's ridiculous.
1: No training ridiculous. partners and no sparring. I mean, that like, what is this Rocky 4? Remember Rocky? <laughs> Ro- Rocky did that against the Russian. Remember he's like, there's gonna be no sparring and no training partners when he fought. He just Rocket went up, up in
2: the mountains and ate, and ate snow and yeah. just
1: And then he kept having the, those fucking Russian KGB guys follow him, and he kept losing them up the mountains. Yeah, night. it was just.
2: It, I think that it, Max Holloway just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> He's like, get the bag. I'm a tough guy. Let's go. Uh,
1: yeah, that's – that's, I'm a little I, – I, you know what? I was going to pick Max Holloway until I heard of the no sparring, no training camp. Now I'm leaning for – Could he be
2: Could he be bullshitting? though? Could he
1: – I don't think so. I think
2: – He could I, be bullshitting, and then he come in there and fucking do some serious damage. I hope he's bullshitting. I, I do. I hope, I hope so. He, but I like him a lot, but I just think – I don't think he has a, a chance now.
1: Now, what are your thoughts? I got to hear about Shang and dog, about Kanye running for president. Um, uh, some people think it's good for Trump because there's going to be a lot of young people and black people that would have voted for Joe Biden are now going to vote for Kanye. Uh, no, no, yeah,
2: that's not true.
1: You don't think that's going to happen? I, you know
2: what? I normally don't do this, but I'll speak for the black community. Uh, <laughs> no, they're not going to vote for Kanye West. We're not voting for the dude as president that wrote, oh, she's a gold nigga. No, we're not we're, that's, that's,
1: me, some of the, that's me some of the best things he's done in the last couple. Yeah, minutes.
2: we'll well. we'll uh, Music wise, cool, but no, we're not having him run the Department of Water and Power. You we're, just, <laughs> we're just we not. We'll have him in charge of fucking housing.
1: No. My wife was trying to tell me. He's like, he came from nothing. He's he's a successful clothing line. He's a so, designer. He's that. He's that. I'm like, yeah, but I I don't want him to talk about tax reform like that. Like right, yeah.
2: exactly. I don't, yeah, I I don't want him to be my medical doctor. I don't want him to be. In charge of, like, you know, the budget. I really I mean, don't.
1: Who, who's his VP gonna be? Lil Wayne? I, like, who's it's, it's, it's dumb. It's dumb.
2: <laughs> it's dumb. It's a publicity grab. And if anybody, it's the same shit I felt with the Connor and Floyd fight. This is a money grab. That happened.
1: This, that actually happened. It happened.
2: But every boxing expert was like,
1: Connor's probably. You wouldn't want you know, to see Kanye on the same stage as Biden and Trump. You, I like, would
2: not. Want to see it? It would be an embarrassment. I think Kanye West is bipolar. I think something the fuck wrong with him. I think they, he's had a head injury or something. And I think that somebody needs to really wrap him up in duct tape and put him in a basement.
0: Lean dog thoughts. Really
1: your thoughts. Lean dog. Your thoughts,
0: we well, Kanye West is an open Trump supporter. He loves Donald Trump. So your original assessment of why he would be running in the first place is probably the most accurate one available. It would be not to run against Trump, but to run somewhat with him and for him to take away the arrogant votes of young people and make them vote for a Republican. And, you know, ultimately those votes will go to Donald Trump instead of Joe Biden. So I think that's probably what he is doing. I
2: don't know. What the fuck is wrong, Joe? That's like saying black people are that fucking stupid. And there there's 6% that voted for Trump that are that fucking stupid. But no, they're not that fucking
1: stupid. Wait, you're saying, wait, what you saying yeah, black people man, aren't that? I'm no, we're saying no, we're what, saying young people. We're not saying black people. We're saying. No, this is what they're
2: thinking. They're thinking, well, he'll get the black vote. That's what they said. Well, but they. Black, they, they think that we're going to just vote for him just because, like, yeah, man, I love Kanye West's music. No.
1: You no. don't think that they're. How much? What percentage of black people do you think would vote for Kanye West?
2: A uh, percentage of a percentage.
1: Oh, really? really it would be, it would be yeah. that low?
2: Hey, babe. He already is on the, the list of when he acted like a buffoon when he was at the White House. He's already on the list when he said, like, <laughs> we already know, like, like, he already said that slavery was, you know, a choice. Exactly. Yeah, that's what a lot of the slaves were like, yo, man, put me in this boat, and <laughs> throw me in the chains. <laughs> so he's full of shit. He's doing it for a money grab, and that's it. And even though the Connor the Connor Floyd thing happened, which I think, I sat there going, Connor's gonna get his ass kicked. And... Connor kinda lost that, as the fight went on, you could see Connor, you're not, you shouldn't be in there. That's
1: funny, I went to the Kanye concert and I must say, it was 95% white Mexican kids and 5% black people at the concert.
2: Yep, and that's what's gonna happen in this way. And you think Mexicans are like, hey man, I can't wait for Kanye to be president. No, fuck <laughs> oh, no, it's not happening. That's not, and, and he's, a, he's a fucking idiot and 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 he will be the ridicule in a lot of my fucking shows.
1: Uh, all right okay all right well we're, we're going to circle back to this
2: okay um, but the one thing i wanted to ask you guys yes now i was excited but disappointed at the same time with uh, what saying Lusman's gonna fight you know street jesus i'm like i've been wanting this yeah but what the fuck is the ufc doing they're just throwing guys to like hey dude what are you doing amen <laughs> hey, I, no, no, I think i think they got, they got a
1: lot of money on this pay-per-view they probably spent a ton of money on this fight island they got they 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 they, they got it. They probably figured like they can't sell Holloway um, as the main event. Um, they, they can't really sell Rose Namajunas who hasn't fought forever as the main event. Volkanowski Holloway. I mean, I didn't even know his name. I know his name, but I'm saying like they're like we need we need a main a major star on this thing. And uh, even Gilbert Burns wasn't really selling it. Um, so, but they, it was they the some, yeah. But the, but so they needed like a because on this side. You know how they say, is the A fighter versus the B fighter? Like, who's the main guy versus the whatever? So, the, I mean, Usman is uh, the B fighter on this. Mossbrook's a draw.
2: Yeah. Um, but you know the one thing? I watched some of their fights, and I've noticed with Usman, he never really checks kicks. He doesn't. He's not a good – and I've seen – and you know who else lights you up with kicks? Street Jesus. I've seen – he lights yeah, up with he, kicks, he, he, he did. Mean, he, he set up and Till with a kick and then just was like, and it was unconscious, it was mappy nap time.
1: I mean, they, they used to do a thing called like the smell test, right, or like the smell test being like, you think this guy's on steroids, you just look at him and you're like, he's on steroids. That was sort of like, the, that's sort of like the common way of saying this guy's on, well, there, there should be a smell test for this guy's not training, uh, because <laughs> on the other way, and the way it looks right now, is that Masvidal has not been keeping himself in top knob shape. And I don't know if he has. I haven't seen him without a shirt on. And look, man, you never know. I mean, Usman was training for Gilbert Burns. That was his former teammate. They, he was probably specifically training number. for certain things. He probably was specifically training for a ground game. Masvidal is not known for his amazing ground game. He's got a good ground game, but that's not what he's known for. So now this kind of throws a wrench in that training. So there's, there's interesting things about it. My, my, my main fear about the fight is that uh, Usman has been having an eight-week training camp. He's been, he's been, he's ready. He's ready to go. And we're throwing a guy on one-week notice who, I mean, look, Mosfell's never been tired. You definitely can't knock the guy's cardio. It, there's not been one fight out of his, what, 37 fights where you could see that he's been tired. Right, he just so, keeps going. He's, so Max Holloway's that way
2: too. Max Holloway got the Max same. Max
1: Holloway too, so... He's not a guy that you're like, get him past the third round and he's in a fold. That's not Masvidal. If anything, he gets stronger.
2: Right, and Masvidal has a toughness that I don't see in Usman. Like, I don't mean physical skill, I'm talking about just-
1: I don't know, we've never seen Usman break though. So, our guest right now <laughs> is uh, my doctor, Dr. Asandra. So, basically, me and Dean McDermott, we do a podcast called Daddy Issues. And I, I was telling Dean, I'm like, listen, I'm 42. I'm, just, I'm working out, but I'm getting tired of my workouts. Uh, I'm on Celexa, uh, antidepressants, as well as Propecia for my hair. I'm like, you know, some shit's going, uh, I'm not as sexually active. He goes, you gotta check out my doctor. Dr. Asandra, he'll get you on TRT. Normally I'm like, ah, TRT, isn't that what the, uh, you know, Vitor Belfort takes? Isn't that, you know, I don't wanna be like 30 to one. He goes, just meet the guy. So I meet this guy, this is the doctor, right? Uh, first of all, my doctor normally doesn't look like a freaking Ford model. Uh, he, he, <laughs> and I meet the guy and he's like, hey, I, I do a podcast. I'm like, most doctors don't have podcasts, all right? But this dude, I gotta say, I've been going to the, the, uh, the, uh, the, his clinic and uh, I've been on TRT for a year. I, my, I feel so much better. I, I've been, my workouts, I don't get tired anymore. I work out, before I was going two days a week, three days a week. Now it's six, seven days a week. My sex drive is up, and I'm 42, and I look better than I did when I was 32. And, I, and a lot of it is me going to the gym, but I got to say, this dude has changed my life. Dr. Sandra, how are you?
3: What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Yeah.
1: So, uh, how did you,
2: wow, sounds good.
1: So how did you get started uh, in, in medical and
3: uh, all that stuff? You know, I started originally as an emergency room doctor, emergency room and trauma. And I'd see all these patients come in all the time with, you know, long list of meds, this long on a piece of paper. And I'm just like, why the heck are all these guys on so many meds? And just they're giving one med to counter the other med and they're just getting more and more unhealthy. And like doctors never really promote lifestyle changes. They never check your hormones. They just kind of Throw medicines at you. You know when you go to the doctor now, right? They just you're in and out. They they check your blood pressure. They do a couple blood labs on you, and it's like a factory. I found out, you know what? There's got to be a way to help people improve their lifestyle, not just like physically, but mentally as well. Kind of like you were talking about, Adam, the the mental effects of this as well. So I started looking into it about almost ten years ago, and I found out, you know, there's this whole new science out there, not just medical science but you know a little bit of bro science too that we hear about and there's a reasons why all these athletes do it the the performance enhancement cetera. but there's also performance enhancement for the the person as well you know mentally at your job uh you know with your with your relationships. so i look at it as performance enhancement for the entire uh being and it's kind of a holistic approach so i was like there's got to be another area of medicine out there that we don't often hear about, but a lot of people do underground or, uh, you know, on the black market or just kind of doing it themselves. But what if you had a doctor kind of managing all that for you and checking everything we could, we can optimize the human being, not just men, but women too, uh, to, and bring out their potential.
1: Wow. So, so, so why should like, so I, a lot of our audience are 42, 43, 44. Why should who, first of all, who do you think is the, is the goal for someone that should be on TRT, and why should they take TRT? You
3: know, I think the first thing is to recognize the symptoms kind of like you were talking about. Am I tired more often, am I I libido down, am I just have no motivation, I'm getting the belly fat, I'm not looking as fit as I used to, despite working out, eating right every day, something's off, and people usually kind of know. Uh, You think about it, when you're 20, right, you can eat a whole pizza, and you never gain weight, and you stay shredded and all that, and there's a reason because, you know, their hormones are optimized. And, you know, that's what you should be looking for first is how are you feeling? Are you feeling that way? Um, And are you you noticing that you're going to the gym, you can't put on any muscle, and you're just getting, you know, retaining more fat or just unable to lose weight? It could be a hormone problem. I mean, definitely go to your doctor, get checked out first for other things. But if we can rule out all the bad stuff, there's maybe something that's missing there. The missing piece of the puzzle is just... That you know, optimizing your hormones again, your testosterone, or for women, sometimes it's estrogen and testosterone and their thyroid. It depends what's going on. So, it's really important to just take a tailored approach to each patient. But yourself, look it up. You know, research what low T is and see if you meet those criteria and those symptoms.
1: Now you checked my levels. You said I was at three hundred, which was yeah. pretty low. Uh, what What should a, uh, the average person? What should the healthy person? What are the, the levels?
3: So the range is probably, it depends on what lab you go to. It could be anywhere from 250 to 1,200 or 1,100. That's kind of the range of testosterone. You're at 300. 300 to me means like you're, you're at the lower end of the spectrum, but also those that are like probably in their 60s or 70s that are really healthy that they're probably around that level as well because you lose testosterone every year about, you know, about one to 2% after the age of 30, sometimes faster if you have stress or other medical problems or if you get obese. But optimally, I like my guys around 800 to 1100. It's not bodybuilding levels by any means. If anything, you can see, you kind of, you kind of lean out, you even slim up a little bit more at that level, but bodybuilding levels are, you know, two, three times that. That's not my goal. My goal is to just get you to the upper end of, of, the upper limits of normal, so that your body's optimizing, you experience the benefits without the side effects of, of that testosterone can also bring.
1: What are some of the side effects?
3: So you always hear about it. Sometimes you know, I always you get the aggression, the acne, the extreme hair loss. Um, you know, you can you can burn out your own production of testosterone too. A lot of these people that abuse it, they shut down after they do it because they use such massive amounts in the body, they literally shut down the body. Versus, you know, doing it correctly monitored because we check your blood work along the along the whole way, but only doing a certain amount to, to get you to the right levels of that of like a 25-year-old. I just want you feeling like a 25-year-old again. I don't need you looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger here.
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly what – because at first I was like – well, first, Dean told me they put pellets up your butt. So I like lean over and like spread my ass cheeks. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? I honestly thought that they were going to put up my butt. They actually, they carve your butt cheek a little bit like open and put it in there like a pellet of testosterone. And you can't sit for a week. You feel like you've had like anal sex. But after that, uh life life is much yeah. better okay
2: that that makes it harder to want to yeah <laughs> i mean uh, that's no. the part i mean the other shit sounded good but now i'm like i don't know about that fuck that yeah. uh, uh there's different ways though guys okay I mean, yeah, thank you is there another way other than
3: prison yeah right? Can we do- with adam i just made a small nick about this big and i put him right under the skin and he thought they were really gonna go up his ass and i was like i no,
1: legit no. thought that was yeah yeah
3: I think Dean was fucking with you, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, he was. But a lot of guys, they could take it themselves, right? They could just inject themselves.
3: So we have a lot of guys that who don't want that little bit of a downtime. Uh, they do the injections weekly. But you also got to understand you got to control the estrogen levels as well. You can't just be hitting yourself with testosterone and not control the estrogen. But the pellets I put in you had estrogen blockers. Now, here's the thing. Pellets are great for the guy that's on the go that can't inject himself every week, that has compliance issues. Maybe he Needle fear? He doesn't want to stick himself every week. It's just a, it's a pain in the ass, literally, for him to do that. So we have the pellets as an option. But if you if you're an ath, you know if you're active, you don't mind, you know, giving yourself a shot once a week or coming to see me once a week. I can give it to you. Um, then you know you can just do the injections. Uh,
1: you guys have any questions, Shane? You know, I did.
2: Uh, so I, I, I take just you know pills. And okay. Then is that is that as effective for, for testosterone? Because the pills I take, you have to take three a day. I take yeah. them to work out. That may help me a little bit. But, um, you know, I'm older than Adam, you know, I'm old. I'm, right. I'm 75 years old. So, I mean, yeah. right you there, <laughs> you know, I look <laughs> pretty good for 75. Well, no,
1: what, what, what pills do you take?
2: Um, what is the name? Uh, hi, uh, hydro, I forget, not hydrochloroquine. I'm, I'm not taking hydrochloroquine. Um, yeah, I, I, I literally ordered it. It's like the top uh, testosterone, uh, at least from the research I did. And I just ordered it online. And I've been taking those, and I, I can feel a little bit, but not a lot. So eight hundred is about the the right level to be at.
3: Yeah, you know, eight hundred to twelve hundred. It depends on your activity level. See, this is why every guy's different. Let's say you're kind of like an athlete and you're really active. You do marathons, you train a lot. Then I want you a little bit higher. For so the guy, average Joe who may just go to work, sit at home all day, then I don't want him too high because he has all this extra energy, et cetera, and he's not and then he starts getting side effects the pills i don't like it depends what pills you're doing again are they just boosters or is it real testosterone and that's the big discrepancy that people don't know they see these ads on tv and they're like oh it's going to boost your testosterone they don't really work you know and it's it's, nothing beats real and then if it's real testosterone pills it's going to it's going to damage your liver so you don't want to be taking that all the time uh and and, you know taking it three times a day that sounds like pain to me so yeah you get the injections. it's it, You'd start with the injections. You do it once a week. Or if you want the pellets, the pellets last four to five months and you're cruising the whole time. You don't that's, get the up.
2: That's the one they put. You put a little slit
3: in, near yeah. your, in your butt cheek. Yeah, <laughs> in my butt cheek. Yeah,
1: oh, butt cheek.
2: yeah. I'm thinking in my, because like, I don't, I don't even like when women do that.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. You know, uh, like, I'm uh,
2: all
0: for it, baby.
1: Uh, we, well, we know. We know. We
2: know. We know.
0: Yes, I have. Uh, I have a few questions for Dr. Asandra. So I'm 24 years old. I identify as a cis male. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, a few years ago, was I was actually on TRT, but it was the the liquid you rub on your biceps. Yep. And yep. my doctor at the time said I had extremely low testosterone levels for such a young person, for such a young male. The thing is, I didn't feel any difference in my physical being once I was on the TRT. I've always been like a really sleepy, groggy person. I have man breasts, gynomastia. I have the belly fat. Just it's very, very odd physical shape for someone my age who's, you know, active, not that much active, but, you know, I do jujitsu and stuff like that. So I was always wondering, is this my testosterone? So I recently did my testosterone tests again with the blood work. And my new doctor said that they were low, but they were, they weren't really a problem so do you if i went to you do you think we can do a more thorough examination of my levels and you know if even if the pellets could be a possibility for me do you think that's a viable option
3: yeah a couple things though here, Joe. i mean one thing i watch out for is with one those creams don't really work well they may not absorb well if you sweat and all that mm-hmm. and the other thing is are they controlling your estrogen they're giving you this testosterone mm-hmm. but are they also controlling the estrogen because that testosterone is going to convert into estrogen and then you're going to get the man boobs and everything else right i mean to control that as well and sometimes those gels just don't work and they don't absorb well and then one thing about you if you do if you roll a lot and do jiu the only thing i worry about is the pelts they are on your in your butt cheek you may be you know when you're in guard or on the, on the ground it may be a little bit uncomfortable so someone athletic like you i would honestly suggest maybe the shots to start with first because then you don't you can work out right away you don't have to worry about the the you know your ass hurting and all that and recovery um but also you're only 24 that's kind of young Mm-hmm. I would be interested to know if he did maybe a different worker to find out why at 24 you should be, you should be like a thousand.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah but he used to be a woman. So yeah. Be a woman. <laughs> um, no, this is the stuff I'm, I'm, I am i do not know if you can see
3: it. Uh, it's totally- yeah. Eugenia, yeah. Yeah. So those are just herbal stuff. And what all those do is kind of, this is my experience. I don't know for sure, but guys that are on that, it looks like their testosterone elevated when I check their blood. But I don't think it's real because they don't feel good. They'll be like, yeah, it's like seven, but I just don't feel it. And then I get them on the real stuff they go to 7,800, and they're like, okay, now I feel it. So I don't know what herbs are in there to you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff, but I don't there's think a it's a lot of stuff in here. Yeah, it's not the real deal. You need the pharmaceutical grade like Adam's got.
1: So so many so many fighters were like on TRT when it was legal, but then mm-hmm. they were going like seven to one, ten to one. How dangerous was that? For these guys, I mean, how did their hearts not just explode?
3: Well, you you can see a lot of old, you know, wrestlers and all that, and uh, a lot of the older UFC guys or the MMA guys. I mean, they're not doing too well right now. I mean, you look at look at the look at their bodies and their recovery now. I know a lot of them have admitted to steroid use, and and they and they had you know they they've had side effects since. I know. Well, I think Kevin Randleman didn't he admit that he had done some? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and you know all these different ones, and it's got to be done right under a doctor's care. That's that's what I don't understand. Is that? Uh, and then look at all these pride fighters, man. Remember those guys? They were yeah. juicing like crazy. It was entertaining, though. You know, yeah. but uh, I'm sure a lot of those guys had side effects afterwards because right. they
2: were yeah. bad I mean. ones. Bad ones like walking around with a horse hoof sticking out of their chest.
1: I mean, I, I think I think Belfort's back on it now. Oh, he's back, mean, back on he saw his one. body before, during, yeah. off it's just, it's, it's crazy. Um, how much do you think it is actually, is, is it mental versus the physical?
3: Uh, you know, I think, it's, I think it's both. I think um, if you, you know, his levels, pro- I, I can't imagine, cause I know he was, he was probably doing it young, wasn't he, you know, when he first entered the UFC probably like 18, 19, right, he looked like yeah. a lead back then. And you know, when you start that young, you suppress your natural production. So I'm wondering, now that he's, I think he's gonna be one of those, he's just gonna have to be on it for life. And I think I saw the new pictures of him recently. Boy, does he look jacked
1: again. I mean, the veins are coming out. What I noticed is, because I do, um, especially now, I'm doing this thing called Fight Camp, where it's like a, it's an (laughs) app, where it's like a boxing workout. They give you a different workout every day, 10 rounds for an hour. I noticed that um, before, I was like 20 minutes in, I'm sweating. I'm like, you know, and now, like 40 minutes in, I'm still like, I could I could do another one. Uh, uh, Like my, my, I feel like my endurance is getting a lot better. Is that one of the side effects? Or is, that, is that one so, of the.
3: So, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Recovery. I mean, guys tell me that once they get on T, they're not as sore the next day. They're ready to work out again. They power through like two to three times the normal workout they usually do. It just pushes you that far. Uh, but also the mental effects, too, the mental clarity. They don't, you know, the brain fog that we get when we get older, we forget shit and stuff. You know, it's it sucks. You know, I'm 41, a near your age, Ab, I and mean, I'm already. I already feel it, you know, without this stuff. And I know when I'm coming down from it because I don't feel that, that, that I can't multitask as well. You know, I'm just, just not there. Libido goes down too. So, and I think, I think these days we're just under more stress in general. I mean, social media, we're constantly bombarded by texts, emails, you know, people calling us just from all different directions. I think they they did a study where the testosterone levels now compared to like men 30, 40 years ago is like way down 50% of what it used to be. So
1: you, you, you did tell me that if I want to have a baby, another baby, to get off it, right?
3: We should. I mean, it, it, you always see bodybuilders having babies, but at the same time, just to be on the safe side, we have to kind of wean you off of it, maybe put you on some HCG to stimulate your balls to start producing right. sperm again. Your sperm production does go down a little bit on it. and that's why I worry about 24 um, know, year olds going on it too, is because you know when you, when you do it that young, sometimes you can really suppress your natural sperm production as well.
1: Now I see, I've heard, uh, I don't know if Joe Rogan's on HGH, but people have said that, human growth hormone. What's the difference between that and testosterone?
3: And TRT? Two different. So testosterone produced is our male sex hormone. It's like gives us, it makes us give the deep voice, the hair, the, you know, the sex drive, the muscle and everything else. HGH is, is a growth hormone that we get as, you know, it, it's what we produce when we're growing up to a certain point and then we kind of just taper off that's responsible for our bone growth it's also good for muscle growth but it does have some anti-aging properties to it too and a lot of times guys will combine the two to get a better physique or feel better they think that's the fountain of youth but a lot of times again it's abused and overused and it shouldn't be done that way it's got to be monitored again personally i don't like to use hgh i like to use the peptides which are a little safer, which stimulate your body to produce growth hormone naturally versus actually injecting growth hormone. That you can use long term. It's safer, less side effects, et cetera. Because if, you know, some people say if you have cancer or something and you put an HGH in yourself, you could be throwing, you know, fuel on the fire and just making it grow larger. It's theoretical, but why take that chance?
1: My, my wife listens to some doctor, some podcast, some huge doctor, and he said that uh, TRT was good for. Possibly preventing cancer is Mm -hmm. that is that what people are saying? Yeah, they've
3: done a lot of studies now. You know, they they think that you know people with low T who actually go on TRT actually are do better with heart disease. Like they think it reduces heart disease now, uh, as long as you don't go too high and the estrogen's controlled. The other part to it is is for prostate cancer. They used to think that it caused prostate cancer, but I always ask guys, how many guys you know with prostate cancer that were on the juice? Not, not many that were on it. So there's different theories now that they think that it may be used, they can actually use testosterone to treat prostate cancer. But there's two, again, there's two different sides to it. Still waiting on that. You know, personally, I don't think testosterone causes prostate cancer. The guys who are getting prostate cancer, if you ask, you know, 80, 90% of them, they're probably never even taking testosterone.
2: Shang,
1: what are your thoughts on this?
2: I, one, I, I'm mad about this shit.
1: <laughs> the
2: fuck did I pay $85 for this shit? So, uh, no, no, yeah, I mean, I've been using that just in, the, in, you know, in the interim. And, I mean, I feel kind of the same when I work out, but it's like, and I'm a big dude anyway, so, I mean, it, it's, it, I'm thinking, well, you know, I can't do what I used to do, you know, once you're in your 50s. It's just like, that's a wrap. But I, I think that, like you said, the combination, can you do the growth hormone and the TRT, if it's, a, it's combined, or peptide, is that, is that better? Because I heard that that wasn't better.
3: You know, I always tell guys, maybe start with testosterone first, see how you feel. Maybe you feel really good on that. You know, it's mostly for these people at in Hollywood and all that that are looking to just really maintain their youth and look good the whole time because they're constantly on camera, et cetera. But to be honest with you, I think most guys do well with just TRT. Now, if they're looking for like to improve their skin, maybe get some better hair growth and... Little more, you know, lean and all that. Then I then we put them on the peptides as well if they're looking for more of a shotgun approach. Peptides I think are okay. Um, you just got to watch out when you do human growth hormone. A lot of these guys, which which I don't do, uh, you know, your organs can grow too. I mean, it's not just your muscles growing; it's it's everything. So that you see that people get that belly that protrudes out a lot. Um, famous podcaster, I won't say, but you can kind of tell a lot of them kind of start getting that distended belly because their right. organs. You no know,
2: muscles, but it's like
3: there's all the liver and intestine. Oh,
1: What's up, bro? We call called HGH, God, right? That's uh,
3: yeah, yeah, HGH. So right.
1: TRT,
2: the T is better than just doing that. And You'll see, How long does it take for you to feel it, Adam? How, how was it?
1: Honestly, like two weeks in. Uh, I got the shots. I took a week off to rest my ass, basically, and then like, and then like a week. Uh, I went like my first couple classes. I was like doing Muay Thai kickboxing. And I'm like, whoa, like, like, why am I not tired? Like, why, why am I, I'm seriously like, why am I not tired? This is, this is weird. This is, I'm, and then I'm sure a little bit of his mental, but, all, but physically I'm not, I'm not sweating like I was during the warmups anymore. You know, so I was like, whoa, this actually is legitimately how I felt when I was, cause when I, when I used to wrestle in college, man, I would, it was a two hour practice. It was an hour of live wrestling. The last hour was just straight live wrestling, and I wouldn't get tired. And then, you know, life happens, and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm 10 minutes into the warm-up, and I'm like, I don't know if I can fucking do this anymore. You know, and, and, and this is actually helping with that, for real. Like, for real, for real.
2: Is it is – it, the one thing is, I, I mean, obviously, you got to have loot. And, I, I mean, I've been lucky, but is this something – somebody said it's extremely expensive to continue to do that, though.
3: You know, it can be. Um, the problem is, insurances don't like to cover this type of treatment much. I wish they would. I'd have a line out my door. Um, and, and you know, it's 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 mainly the blood work and monitoring that I, I really take seriously to make sure that you're safe and not going too high, etc. So that's included with it. it. It can be expensive. It it, but you know, it depends on the budget. I have guys who tell me I get. I'm so much more productive because of it. My lifestyle's better because of it. My relationships better. It's worth every. It's ever worth every damn penny I pay. You know, it's worth more than a car. But um, yeah, it can be. It, it just depends on the amount. It's not, you need. It, it,
1: it's, it's not gonna. For me, it was like, it's 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 less than a phone bill. You know, a lot less than a phone bill. Okay. Know? So it's 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 not and like you know it's it's nothing. It's not where it's like crazy. And for like if you if you break it down, it's like. Like three dollars a day or something. You know what I'm saying? If you, if it, it depends on how you, how you like do the math.
3: Yeah. Kind of. So like drink. get a Starbucks.
1: Yeah, a day. basically getting a Starbucks a day.
2: Oh, uh, because um, yeah, I, I, I counted up. I looked through. I was looking through my bills before. I was counting up how much money I spent in a year on Taekwondo classes, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You okay. know, it was, it was a lot of money, and I was like, "I'm lucky that I had made it telling jokes, but still." Uh-huh. And I'm thinking to add on top of that. I was like, "Wow!" Especially in this situation with coronavirus, and comedy clubs are are actually shutting back down.
1: Uh, Ween dog. Yep. Any more questions for Doctor. Sandra?
0: Well, I will 100% be getting your information from Adam. I would love to come take a visit to A thousand percent, you. I'll be
1: getting your information.
0: Yes. You, uh, yes. I want to do some blood work to see if there is anything wrong with me. But my final question is, if I go on the TRT, do you think I will finally be able to grow a beard? Because right now, this is basically all I can do. It's very pathetic. No it's kidding. Very...
3: You mean? Yes. Yeah. What I've noticed, guys start growing hair in places they never knew. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 It's- <laughs> i'm asian i don't i don't grow hair from the waist up but now i've got hair on my neck and a couple coming out of my chest here and there you know i'm like holy shit this is this actually works the answer is yes so
1: where can people find you sorry where can people find you where are our fans
3: you know um definitely go to my my name asandramd.com it's one s not two s's a s a n d r a m d.com i'm in beverly hills here Uh, hopefully get open in Newport. We're going to try to open in Orange County soon Here, maybe the Newport area to help serve more. But asandramd.com, my last name, Uh, just go on there, make an appointment, or just, you know, if you have more questions, just submit something, we'll give you a call.
1: But also your Instagram.
3: Instagram, asandramd. So it's A-S-A-N-D-R-A-M-D. Yeah,
1: Instagram. Thank you, you, doctor. I appreciate everything, man.
3: I appreciate you guys.
2: This is very, very good information you gave out. This is Thank you,
3: Shane. Thank you. Take
2: care. Thanks. Take care. All right. That was- hey, I didn't know. That's good though. That's good that you felt better, that you felt better because before you that you didn't feel it you actually see the difference of how you feel.
1: Dude, this is like I hate to be like that guy, but uh I um I I didn't post a shirtless picture of myself for like ten years. Like I, I hated the way I fucking look. This is the first time I actually feel like um I, I'm not Proud of the way I look, but I'm like way more comfortable. Especially being 42, because like when I was in my 20s, I had a fucking like eight pack, like I, like I was a male stripper, you know, like I was, I was, <laughs> like like. Please when, welcome yeah. to the stage, like, I, I was legit to give lap dances to girls with my fucking shirt on, you know. And then like in my early and like when I when I did crab Coburn, like woo woo. And then all of a sudden, like I, it wasn't like I was working out. I was working out less, but also, you know, the road and, you know, right. traveling and eating and not being consistent with it and getting tired. And all of a sudden I got a belly. I mean, I remember girls asking me like, do you have a belly? And like, just having to dim the lights when I fucking have sex and just, just all, wow, <laughs> all kinds of things. That. Like, things that I'm not like, was not proud of. And a lot of it was it's me and confidence. And it's, it's how I feel about myself. I know all that, but when you work out and you like the way you feel, your whole day changes, you know. Right.
2: No, yeah. And it definitely it definitely helps, but I wow, I really I was, man. No, I mean he said this is basically herbal and it does a little bit, but it doesn't do enough. Like like Wing, this is these are expensive. This is a month.
0: I have some of those too, like something similar that's like sixty bucks.
1: That's a so Frank Thomas. Yeah, thing. That's a Frank Thomas right, right? Is it the Frank Thomas, the baseball player? Isn't that the Frank Thomas thing that like?
2: No, I know uh, what you're saying. No, this is, no, I think it is. The commercial was like, hey, what's up, Big Hurt? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I haven't been able to work like I uh, used to. And then anytime somebody does this in the commercial, I'm on, uh, he goes, what? When you do like this, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't, the, the, the key is this is not go like, because I went to the doctor and he like, well, I'm going to turn it up a notch. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Like the key is to not keep, elevating your testosterone you know mm-hmm. like not to, to stay between 800 900 to 1200 like to stay in that in that safe so so comedy. what you're saying is
2: that that basically when you go back to comedy before it you go on to comedy you're killing even harder yeah than when without uh, it
1: <laughs> yeah well no i mean now i'm have i with yeah. my wife so only that i'm killing is fucking my marriage right now during this pandemic <laughs> Man, I got I wrote a joke like we've 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 renewed our divorce vows at least seven times uh, during this pandemic it's hard man I mean you know how
2: people, it is. they said that people if, because you're kind of stuck in a, a space with them um it makes it difficult to like you start looking at them going were you really short right choice I don't know I don't know but you know what they said that actually helps uh couples the kids they said that that distraction of the child helps the relationship
1: kid helps in so many ways. Look, I love my wife. I got an amazing wife and she puts up with my shit. And, you know, she's, she's, she's the right one. She's the one for me. I waited a long time to find the right one. But when you have a child also, I mean, look, the statistics are that, you know, single parent, kids that grow up with single family households don't, it's a lot harder on them. You know, life is hard enough as it is when you have both parents together. and i'm not saying you can't be fucked up when you have both parents together you can you absolutely can but if you look at the stats who's more likely to drop out of high school who's more likely to go to jail who's more likely to cause crime who's more likely to it's just like the the things that you don't want to happen you know necessarily it's usually because they're they don't have the nuclear family well
2: (laughs) i've been i I think i was lucky because i mean i transferred a lot of my determination from comedy and uh, everything else I did to my son so he he has that kind of he gets it done attitude
1: you're, you're a great father you're an amazing father and uh but a lot of a lot of fathers whether they're white black it's not a black people want to say it's a black thing it's not so it's a, it's a it's a it's a person thing it's a person
0: thing a, yeah
1: a responsibility thing a lot of people they, they have kids and then all of a sudden the kids aren't cute anymore and they don't just worship them and they're like man fuck these kids like like <laughs> and,
2: you know that's true, and- that's true. no i, I feel that way sometimes with with my son like fuck you
1: dude it's normal it's like it's
2: no, but normal. He, but he's he's you know he's, he's a grown man but
1: uh i think remember you're the you're the adult in the situation you're yeah. the one who brought them into the pl- into the world and i'm not to preach but it just seems like it would not be right right now It'd be very selfish for me and my wife to get divorced when we just have a 2 year old no, granted. Sometimes staying together for the sake of the kid isn't the right thing to do. No, know? it's not. That's because absolutely, it's, because not. you don't want to see a kid in a shitty, fucking, unhappy marriage. Well, the but tension
2: actually the, it 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 messes with the kid's um, yeah, head. I, I could say is, that for sure. The best I, thing I, to do
1: is to be in a happy marriage with a kid. Yeah, that's number one. But uh, but at the same time, some, you know, quit. Some people they quit right away. Like fuck this. And that's why I think when I when I when I see parents. When I see people have kids that aren't married uh, and they're like, oh, my baby mama. They're like, oh, but we're still going to stay together. For the a lot of times, I'm like, no, you're not. Like, you, you don't have the that. You, you don't have that that that, that, that bind.
2: Oh, like, no, that, it that. doesn't work. I'm, I know I can say personally, but, I mean, luckily with my older son, I didn't have any interaction with his mom at all. You know, it was rare. So I didn't really have it, – it was just me He's and Cameron. my dad.
1: I, I didn't know my mother. Three years ago, my mom left had schizophrenia, went to a mental hospital. It was a wrap. Um, she was gone. Uh, so was Charles Rosa, I guess, on this podcast. But, uh, but, but, but she was, I mean, so, and, but I had, I had a great father that always looked out for us. And it's important that when you bring someone to the world, like that's your responsibility. Um, yeah, but,
2: yeah, but I'm, I think the thing that's cool with me now is that um, I'm friends. We, we're like, I'm dead, but I'm like, that's my, like, like hey, we're guys, like, hey, what's up? Let's watch some anime. We what? Nah, we get high and watch anime together. I never would have saw that. that really? Like, yeah, we He got me hip to.
1: Isn't your kid um, like eleven? Huh? Isn't your kid eleven? No, he's Cameron. The old oh, 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 I love the other kid. No, my younger son.
2: <laughs> my younger son got me into anime too. Watching uh, called One Punch Man. It's a martial arts animated, and it's fucking awesome. And there's one called Baca, where it's just martial art tournaments with these different creatures it's just it's so good and i was like damn i would have never looked at that because i was always in the comedy clubs always doing that but i'm telling you right now man i think you're doing a great job even though i would have imagined Sam being single being in that kind of situation with wow. someone it, all the time
1: i mean got, it would be
2: tough for me it would be really to tough i fight, real. to
1: fight over the bathroom like i went i got up to go to the bathroom my was like yelled at me like i'm you i need to get ready i'm like okay you could have just told me you need to get. You don't have to yell at me and scold me and that became a whole fucking thing and then i was like listen you know look where are we going with this i'm gonna be single you're gonna be single we're gonna have no joint custody of the kid and we're, we're gonna be like over the fucking bathroom like, like we're gonna be like, like like come on what are we doing here you know we both love right. each other but what's up people there is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. Sports are slowly making its way back with the UFC, NASCAR, and soccer leading the way. Bet Online has all the best odds and lines for the upcoming matches this weekend. Need more? Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every day live for you to check out. Looking for something else other than sports? Huh, we got you. Bet Online has hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and all the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag or use your mobile device and join now to receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sports book expert. That's is. Speaking of love, uh, Charles Rosa is here. What's up? Talking about, how are you, man? Uh, Charles Rosa just got off a huge win yeah, uh, uh, I was so proud of this dude. I was so happy for him. It was a, it was a tough fight. It was looking real tough for a second. That first round, I think it was a slip, but it looked like a knockdown. Was it a slip or a knockdown in the first?
4: Nah, just a little off balance. You know, when you come in there throwing kicks, you're a little off balance. But nah, man, I, 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 mean, I was with it the whole time. I didn't even see. I mean, surprisingly, Like usually when you fight, you see stars maybe one or two times at least. But I didn't even. You know, I was, I was with it the whole time, the whole fight. I was in control. Felt good. Uh, I got hit with a pretty good head, but that was, like, the only thing. I, I knew I got cut, but I still, you know, was with it. And, uh, you know, I, I felt like I controlled the fight, and I was really happy to pick up the win. Got a new UFC contract, so, you know, back on track. Good right. for
1: you. That third round, because I was like – I gave you the fight too, obviously. I thought you won. Yeah, I, you I, was you I was surprised definitely. with a split
4: decision because I was like, what? Yeah, I was surprised. I don't know if you saw my reaction, but tell me. Yeah, you,
2: was you was made it, it. I saw you your face. You like, went, like, what? Get the fuck yeah. out of here.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah. it wasn't a split
1: decision, but the third round, you had to take the third. Um, yeah. And I think the third, you turned it on. Um, man, I think that you really saw the difference in your striking and his striking in that third round.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I mean, then Kevin's I mean, a tough kid, though. You can't you can't get – he's a tough kid. You can't act uh-huh. like he wasn't, he wasn't there. But I just think that you – I thought the headbutt was going to throw you. I really did. I thought that because of the blood, I thought it was yeah. going to throw you, and it didn't.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, man, I just thought uh, I, I was focused, like, I knew I was cut, but it really didn't affect me at all, surprisingly, because it was, like, a big, a big cut, I got, still got the butterflies in here, I got stitches, got them taken out a couple days ago, but yeah, man, I, I watched Kevin, he was super, I know he was super tough, talented, like, he must have, like, 10 or 15 knockouts, I just watched, like, him just dropping guys with right hands, and, like, the kid's nails, and he's a good striker, you know, so like, everyone, I mean, all my coaches, everyone was like, man, you gotta take him down, like, you gotta submit, like, and I was like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what happens, you know, in the first round. You know, I thought it was a close first round, like, back and forth. But then I kind of knew, like, I'm like, you know what? I'm putting so much output that this guy's going to slow down. I could feel I could just see it in him, you know. Like, he was sharp in the beginning. But then, like, the second round came. And I'm like, all right, I, I you know, I got him. And by the end of the fight, he was shooting, trying to take me down. So, I, I mean, I think I did what I did. And honestly, that was the best of my cardio I ever felt. I don't know if it's because if I fought a lightweight at 155 or if it's just because – of, like, whatever, but my cardio was on point. I could have won two more rounds easy, you know?
1: Now your, now your grandfather uh, and your father were both boxing champions and your uncle.
2: Yeah, well, my uncle called the bomb. They were tough guys.
1: <laughs> when did yeah, you become, uh, tough man. You ever watched a tough man fight? Yeah. 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 When did you become a karate master? Because all of a sudden, uh, you became, like, fucking Daniel's
4: son during no this... Man, yeah. <laughs> did you yeah, always... Yeah, honestly, um, there was a time... What happened is, uh, believe it or not, I did karate when I was like seven, like I'd say seven to ten years old. I got pictures of, you know, breaking boards. It was just like karate, you know what I mean? Like, but I do remember doing the classes and like, you know, learn how to throw side kicks and stuff, but I was such a kid. I don't even know. I, then I played hockey and like sports and I kind of got away from it, but I actually went to visit and it was a short time, what uh, two months of my life, like two a month at a time, separate times. I went to visit Wonder Boy, uh, Stephen Thompson. So I got to go live with Mr. T and Ray. Thompson and uh, Steven, they got a big karate school up in uh, South Carolina, I think it is, and, and uh, Greensville, I think. And dude, like, I learned so much in those two months. Like, I mean, it was crazy. And uh I just saw how effective his striking was. You know, he didn't get hit, he did a lot of hitting. Like, he was always out of the way when the guys were throwing punches. And I just saw how effective it was. And, you know, Charles McCarthy, my coach, had an idea, and we went up there, had a good relationship. You know, Charles McCarthy taught. Steven, some jiu in exchange for him teaching us, um, you know, some striking. And, man, that's, like, one of the best punches I learned is that straight pulling left punch uh, that Mr. T, Steven Thompson's dad taught me.
1: It was awesome. I was
2: I was really – I was going to say I was really happy for you because I, I did, you know, I did a deep dive research on you. And you are you went through some shit, man. Like,
4: you yeah, had true, some
2: man. shit, man, with that fucking surgery. And, and when you won, I was like, yeah, that fucking guy deserves that.
4: You know, Thanks, like, I really appreciate this. that. Yeah. I didn't give up, man. You know, that's what fighting is all about. Like, even, you know, coming back from the Bryce Mitchell fight is tough. You know, you lose, but the only thing to come back that makes a, a loss good is a win. And, like, that's what fighting is. Like, I think George Masvidal said it one time when Ben Askren, he knocked out Ben Askren. And, like, Ben Askren's like, oh, I'm going to retire this. He's like, you know, George Masvidal got 13 losses. He's like, man, stop being a baby, get chest up and do it again. Like, you don't have to just, you know, quit. That's what fighting is, you know? So he's like, oh, Ben Askren's not a real fighter, whatever he's saying, but, the fact is, like, yeah, that's what fighting is. You know, you look at George down now, he's fighting for a world title. He got, you know, he's coming back from, you know, he almost got cut from the UFC. I might have even at one point, and now now look at him, you know. So guys like that motivate me and influence me, and uh, those are the type of guys I like. You know, guys that don't give up, and the guys that don't quit, and they come back even stronger when they get knocked down.
1: I love that about you, man. You're such a, such a nice guy. A couple things. The Bryce Mitchell thing, when he had you in the Twister, I was like, please don't crap. please don't <laughs> tap, because I, I like Bryce, but I like know you, like you, I consider you a friend. I I know Bryce, but I was how painful was that twister?
4: How did you almost uh, tap that? I don't know, no. Nah, there was I wasn't gonna tap. I died. Like it's crazy, as people say. You always hear people say, "Oh, I'm gonna, die. I'll die before I quit. I will go in the cage of and die." And I really, that's my mentality. Like, believe it or not, I've been through so much shit in my life. I feel like something, you know, been through a lot of stuff. You know, I lost two older brothers to drug overdose at a young age. I been through pretty much the depths of hell myself, like, you know, with, with shit like that. And, uh, you know, even, you know, coming back from my, my surgery, you know, the doctor told me, Oh, there's a chance that it couldn't work to chance. you know, even saying there's like a chance you could die in the surgery. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I, I've, I've already made the commitment to risk everything I got to do this. You know what I'm saying? So when I get in there, like, I think of it as like the only way that you're going to beat me is that I wake up, you know what I mean? You knocked me out or uh, you put me to sleep, or you killed me, like, it's one of the three, so that's the only way, or the fucking ref jumps in like he did against Shane Burgos and fucking stops the fight early, but (laughs) that's the only fucking way, it's uh, it's the only way I can see myself losing, you know, or the judges, you know, take it from you, so, um, yeah, man, that's, his coach actually asked me, Bryce Mitchell's coach came up after, he's like, hey, Rosa, you know, I talked to him, I was cool with Bryce, we took a picture after, you know, he squashed the beef, whatever it was, like, because I said I was going to break his arm, and, I said, I'm like, he's like, well, man, you said you're going to break my arm. And I'm like, I w- I was going to try to break your arm. like I'll tell you to your face. Like, that's what we're fighting, right? Like, you tried yeah. to fucking break your neck. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, so it was cool. We, we talked and everything was cool after. But his coach came up to me and he's like, man, what do you think? Like, you know, just moving forward for Bryce, do you think, as his coach, like, does anything you did wrong in the twister? shit? he have maybe grabbed the top of your head instead of your neck when he started pulling on it? Like, was it a technique thing? I was like. Man, it wasn't a technique thing. I just wasn't gonna quit. Like, if you broke my neck or broke my back, then that would have been it. As crazy as it sounds, but you know, luckily, uh, you know, well, maybe. It's the like, can I've get done that with off.
1: wrestling. That's a, that's a wrestling move. You know. Yeah. It's like, and- it, was, it was tight. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It was tight. I was like, oh
4: fuck, I hope it doesn't get any tighter. Yeah. Uh, that's all I can. I mean, I had adrenaline going too. I mean, that's what it is. You know. All
1: right, now yeah. let's talk about Masvidal. So that's that's your that's your teammate, right? So we talked yeah. about Masvidal. We love Masvidal. On the show, I like him as a person. I hung out with him.
4: Uh, I did a yeah, podcast actually with
1: like Colby Mosvidal, Kevin. Yeah, Lee. They used to be boys.
4: I mean, they used to be they used to be friends. I used to, I've been once like seen him with both of them before. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, but it's what it is, you know. So I'm a little nervous
1: that a he's got to lose 23 pounds. B he doesn't look like he's been in fighting shape. Uh, right. Or I mean, I, and this is a, and he's 23 pounds above 170, so he used to fight at
4: huh. 55. Yeah, he used to fight at 55. I don't. I would. I would
1: probably I would. 38 pounds over what he used to fight at.
4: Um, so yeah, championship fight. So
1: has he been in the gym? Have you seen him in the gym? Has, has he been know,
4: that kid don't stop, man. Masvidal. Every time I go there, he trains kind of on his own time. I mean, I do more like you know, I do more group classes. I get some lessons in, and you know, I do that. But like you know, he's working with that kid, Bo Nichols, who's uh, I believe he's some wow. type of. Yeah, yeah, natural food, champion, but, three times. He showed me some cool things, too. He actually showed me how to do the twister, like, because after I was like, man, like, can you show me? He's like, it's actually a wrestling position, so he showed it. Show, but my point is, is that, yeah, was in the gym. He's always working. He's always training. He comes in. You know, he, 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 he enjoys it. He makes it fun. I think he's smart enough and veteran enough now that he doesn't make it like a monogamous thing where he has to come in and train. And he's tired. Like, right. he makes it fun. He's coming in. He's laughing. But and during he's been this quarantine,
1: you've him. seen him during this quarantine in the gym? Oh, yeah, he's in the gym, yeah. All right, I take gym. back everything I said. Everything I said earlier, he Moscow said it, was, Moscow it. Moscow's going to win this fight. Fuck, fuck my prediction. <laughs> I, I know absolutely nothing. Uh, so he so he said – because he doesn't look like he's physically has been taking care of himself as much as he used to or not before other fights. Flash,
4: he didn't shave or
1: what? I don't know. He just looks a little – like he's got a little gut. It, it looks a little he got like,
4: that you quarantine know, 10. He, cars, he, he just he's just enjoying it. He's I think he's he's old enough now that he doesn't want to make it like uh like like work. He wants to make it like he started, like he does because he loves it. You know. So and you so think Mata's maybe he beats Usman? I think I think I don't know. I mean, I think it's a tough fucking fight for him because Usman's you know Usman's a monster too. So I can't take that away from Usman. But I think I think for sure Masvidal. I'll say this: Masvidal has the advantage in the feet, advantage striking. And Usman has the advantage uh, on the with the wrestling and grinding. But, you know, at the end of the – and he has a good chin, Usman, too. So, it's going to be tough to take him out. I don't think he's a guy that you can just take out, you know. Um, obviously, if you land one of those flying knees or something, that will put anybody out. But, man, it's it's going to – I think it's going to be a grinding tough fight and it's going to be a long night. I think it'll be – I think it's going to go probably the distance, I would say.
1: Now, Mike Brown helped train Colby for Usman, right?
4: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so, he did. Yeah, yeah.
1: So they kind of have the book a little bit on him, right? I mean, they, they, they. they yeah, did. no, I mean,
4: no, man. You know, I, I mean, I don't think even like as a fan like you guys when you watch Eastman, I don't think you know nothing against the kid, but I don't think he's that hard to figure out. I mean, he's a, he's a cardio, he's a, a cardio machine. He's a beast. He's strong. He's moving forward. He has a good chin. He's durable. He's tough. Like you know, good work ethic, and you know, there's, there's some areas that he has little holes, and you can see those. And then, I think it's perfect that Colby already fought him because you can. Those holes, small. I mean, not that there's a lot of holes, because there's hardly any. That guy's a monster. But you see the things, you know. And 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 uh, Masvidal trained with Colby for years, man. Since I was a top team, like, well, they weren't. Yeah, like they built a rel. had a relationship for probably three, four years where they're training every single day together. And I would say the biggest fit and image of Usman is Colby. They're like the exact same fighter, you know. I I would say very similar. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think it's a big upper hand on Mazadal having the experience of training with him fucking for four years. Like he, he knows how to defend a shot, he knows where maybe his his strengths are, you know, striking and you know, and stuff like that. So it's I at minus three
1: twenty. He's a minus three twenty underdog. So I'm putting money on
4: Masvidal. Man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I mean for that money, yeah, I mean I think I think Masvidal probably would be an underdog. I could see the odds coming out, but Three to one is insane. That's that's a good bet for sure, right there. That's fucking, that's fucking. I mean, I'm definitely gonna bet. No, you said that. That's crazy. I thought it was like maybe like you know one one minus one seventy minus two hundred, but three to one is crazy. What's the uh, Calvin cater Iggy fight? I don't know. Someone wow. said that was three to one. I was like, what? That's kind of crazy. But you like Iggy in that fight, right? Well, I think that I do like uh, Calvin Cater. I think Calvin Cater has a big advantage, but I do not think. Iggy should be a three to one underdog, even close. Like I thought, it was going to be a closer to even oh. fight. You know what I mean? Like a minus one hundred and fifty for Calvin. Yeah, I thought it'd be close. no I I think, is think... a plus plus two hundred
0: and twenty-five. Iggy is plus two hundred and twenty-five underdog.
4: So it's like, yeah, minus yeah,
0: three hundred for Calvin probably then, right?
1: Um,
4: uh, minus two eighty-five. Yeah. Now, so...
1: now, Max Holloway said he did no sparring, and had no training partners for this upcoming fight. I don't uh, know. Is, is that? I don't is that possible?
4: I don't buy that. That's crazy. I mean, it's possible, but it's improbable, you know? I don't know. <laughs> That's, I don't know. Man. Yeah, That's
2: that doesn't crazy. sound he's
4: right. He's a fucking world champion, bro. Are you going to tell me that he's not training? That's insane. Uh, I doubt it. By
1: the way, so, Chang, if you don't know Charles Rosa, Charles Rosa went to Florida to become a chef, right? Oh,
4: I, a, I told I, I, I,
2: did. I watched your fights. Yeah. <laughs> I watched some so of the, 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 the –
1: coach goes across the street to lose weight and beats up on the, the fucking pro there uh, uh yeah.
4: oh that was cool a,
1: a cole miller which was insane what did you have any boxing experience before that
4: well yeah i used to play so my uncle was boxer we used to always like just show me stuff but nothing nothing formal, you know but i used to do this thing in high school and hockey and and even in college pretty much my whole youth hockey career and the peewees and shit playing hockey we used to use locker boxing and it might not seem like a lot but even if it's once a week we have a locker boxing match which is you put the the, the helmet on and the gloves of the hockey helmet and the hockey gloves on just bare you know foot you just in your on your feet and in the locker room like a square box locker room all the bags are set up like you know equipment bags because everyone's sitting down it's like a square so it's basically like a ring shape and we used to just go at it bro we pick like one kid out when i was a freshman we'd have to fight one of the seniors and like Bro, fucking, I probably had, I would say over a hundred locker boxing matches, you know, and those wow. locker boxing matches were just as tough as some of my fights, you know what I mean? So, That's a hockey, no, I have bloody blockers. lips, bloody noses, you know, so it would come, sometimes the cage would hit me in the face. I'm like, yeah, this, I got like, I got like stuffed in lockers. Yeah, fucking locker box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody's stuffing me in a locker, dude. You're going to eat a right hand before that. No,
2: you know what? I watched, I, they, I watched when you first went past a, uh, you know, a MMA, you know, gym. And
4: they kind of said you
2: kind of had that natural ability. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, they yeah, kind of knew. And then once you did it, you knew. Kind of like, oh, yeah. I, I, I dig this.
4: I'm going to do this. Well, yeah. I, yeah, like, that's what the coach said. Charles McCarthy told me. He's like, man, I'm not just spinning your wheels. Like, you got something special here. Because he couldn't believe that I didn't train formally in a gym. And I thought the guy was just trying to get me to sign up, take the membership the first couple of days. But then <laughs> once I the started sparring, I'm like, man, this guy's – like, when I sparred with cool like, fucking I love Cole Miller he's been a mentor to me but I was like this fucking guy's in the UFC like a top 10 fighter on the planet I'm like and he has been doing this his whole life I'm like 100% if this guy can do what I can like a light bulb went off and I knew that second that I had something special I'm like there's no way like they get a kid fucking hated me he wanted to fight like we we're like fighting you know what I mean I'm like and he knows so much more I'm like if I knew what he knew 100% I would beat him so I made it my goal to learn everything he knew and that's pretty much what I did you know
1: now, are you still a uh, pro chef?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Actually, I still work as a sh- uh, I don't work much as a chef. I'll still go in, but I've been doing, like, more, like, content. Like, I, I just started, like, a YouTube channel. I think I put up one post of cooking scallops or something. Um, my manager, Jason House, was in contact with the UFC, and they mentioned, like, you know, talking to Gordon Gordon, uh, Gordon Ramsey and, uh, and even making my own cooking show and stuff like that. So, we've got some things in the works, but you Know fighting's first for me, so like these are all cool things and things. I, you know, obviously want to make money doing other things in other ways, but you know, I have one goal and to be a world champion. And you see the guys that become world champions, they a bunch of other doors open. So I think I just look at it like as long as I keep winning, my uh, these these uh, opportunities are gonna come closer. And the UFC has a huge platform, so
1: gotta think of a, like a name, like uh, like like I don't know, <laughs> I gotta think of a name like Frying,
4: yeah,
1: and, I don't know, like
4: i do this thing on my stories whenever i'm in fight camp i do like you know chef rosa fighter diet and i'll have little videos on my stories and instagram and stuff and sometimes i do a post and stuff but of me cooking you know and like everybody's always like man that looks so good like you eat better than any fighter in the ufc probably when you're cutting weight just because i know how to cook you know and uh it's probably true you know i i, I do eat well like I get to, you know, get like fresh fish from the store. I cook it up nice because people don't realize, but like peppers, garlic, like vegetables, they you can eat as much of that as you want. So if you can, you know, get the color from the peppers and the you know hot from the peppers and the lemon juice, like you can, these are all things you can use that people don't even realize that make your food taste bomb. You know. Wow. And so, do you have a wife
1: or girlfriend or what?
4: No, not right now. I'm, I'm, pre, I'm pretty single right now. are you right a now. fighter,
1: and you're single, and you're a chef? You, you can't get pussy? What, what's going on? Yeah,
4: but, no, it's, <sighs> hey, I didn't say I couldn't do that. I just <laughs> I <laughs> he said, wait a minute.
2: Wait a minute. I didn't say that.
1: <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. So. All right. All right you went over the line
2: there, Adam. You went over the line here.
1: Yeah. Um, Where are you guys? You guys still in Vegas? No, I'm in L.A. Yeah, back in L.A. I'm in L.A. Oh,
2: okay
1: um now have you talked to colby since he left the former zone gym
4: yeah i have yeah i've seen him in a, a couple gyms you know and he does you know where wor- he's still working you know Kid's still working hard he works with uh, a couple good coaches and stuff like that like striking coaches and uh and the kids the kids the kids still still sharp I mean, i saw him he had a six-pack he was jacked i was like yeah he looks like he's in good shape so i think uh I think he's good, you know. I think th- I think he's he's ready to go. I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't hear much about this whole fight. Like I know that Mazda got the fight, but I've been out of the news. because I've been up with my family for the fourth fight. But like, was Colby an option for this fight or no?
1: I mean, he said he goes. I'll save the day. Dana White send me out there. He posted a picture of him kicking Usman. He was trying to get the fight.
4: Um, and then just didn't give it to him.
1: He, yeah, he didn't give it to him. Um, I think it's actually a better situation for him because.
4: Yeah, now he gets to yeah.
1: Like uh, let's let's play it out. Like if Usman loses, then yeah. then it'll be Paulie yeah. versus uh Masvidal, which everybody wants to see. If yep. Usman just destroys if, if if Masvidal just kills Usman, then people, oh, yep. they're, they're not gonna say well give him a rematch unless yeah. you know. So Kobe kind of in some way wins in this situation, I think. Yeah,
4: I think I think I mean he's definitely in a good position. He's won – he's either won fight or. You know, one injury or one somebody away from getting a title shot. I mean, you know what I'm saying. So I think, I think, I don't know where Burns comes in with this, but I'm guessing he's going to be out for at least a little bit because of this. You know, I don't know how yeah. it works, but yeah,
2: yeah. Burns going to be out for a
4: while. He's going. I would honestly, honestly, like people don't realize. That I would like to see Kobe versus Burns. I would like to see that. I don't know what you guys think because, like, it's like a real like jujitsu versus like you know. I think it's you a know, good it's fight for
1: Colby. Good. I think for Burns, he's gonna be like, "Well, I'm coming off a win, two or three wins. This guy's coming off a loss. You know, if I lose, I don't get the title shot. If I'm if I if I'm Burns, I want to get a title shot next.
4: You know, yeah. But everyone that knows how close that Colby Usman fight was. That was like razor, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, totally, totally. So who do you want to well, fight next? That I, was gonna I
4: say. don't know, I'm, uh, man. Uh, you know i've been thinking about it i mean it's crazy because everyone was like you know i mean i definitely at one point and i I think i have to i gotta work up to it you know he's he's undefeated now doing good but i'd say in within the next couple fights or you know maybe if i get two more wins i'd like that uh or when i get two more wins i'd like the bryce mitchell fight again you know if he still went and doing his thing i think we're gonna cross paths again I, i i'd say you can bet your you know bank on that as long as he stays healthy um you know, because I don't feel like I got to fight the way I wanted to fight. I just, I had a, in my head I was going to fight one way and I did that and, you know, I learned from it. But I mean, I, I'd i say, I mean, I just beat, you know, a top, like, top 20 guy in Kevin and I think Kevin Aguilar are his nails. I mean, he he fought a really close fight with Danny Eagy. I don't know if you guys saw that fight, but, like, that was, like, a really good yeah, fight, it close that, fight. It was that close. I, I mean, I think Eagy won. It was close. Eagy won, but, like, it could have, I mean, it could have went I, both I've, ways. I've, I've seen worse and, uh, and uh, you know, I was actually supposed to fight Iggy before I had my neck injury. I was scheduled to fight him. So uh, I mean, I think that's always an option. We'll see how he does against Calvin and how that goes. But there's, you know, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of guys in the division. I mean, I'm kind of just willing to work my way up and, and do it slow. I don't need to fight oh, a top ten guy next fight. I think I wanna, I wanna let him, I wanna let him marinate. I wanna build it up. I wanna get some nice finishes in a row. You know, coming off a big win, you know, rack up. But you know, I, I want to put a couple, you know, win streak together and then you know, take a big fight, because I feel like every time I win one, then I fight a top 10 guy, all my losses are top 10 guys, if you look at, you know, I have four losses in the UFC, and every one of those guys, at one point in their career, well, when I was fighting them, or after, you know, is a top 10 in the world, I fought Dennis C V who's the number nine guy in the world, my one loss, you know, Shane Burgos was just up there, I think he's like, you know, just up there, I think, you know, I know he lost to Emmett, but that was a fucking amazing fight, Yeah. and then, uh, you know, Bryce Mitchell's getting up there now, so, you know, I've, I've you know, that's you know. Also, yeah, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. I think yeah, yeah. Rodriguez. I fucking thought I'd beat I beat yeah. I thought it was a split decision in Mexico, his hometown. I fucking whooped his ass. Like I had him on his hey, back. Yeah. Of, I'd say you know ten minutes of a fifteen minute fight. But you know he's flashy, so I think the you know, Mexican judges like that, and they gave it to him. Yeah. But it's just it's okay because I know like I don't feel like I've ever been defeated. Even though I have L's in my record, the only way I feel like I lose is if you kill me, and I never died. I never died yet. Like, no, the only time I've ever been. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you, if I'm standing at the end of every one of my losses, I don't really feel like a loser. You know, if I'm on the, you know, most of the time the guys are on their back or I'm, we're both standing and still punching, so I don't feel like it's over yet. You know, even every one of my losses, I don't feel like it's over yet. i I'm, you know, so that's just how I feel the like fight. It's not the reality of it, maybe, but it's just that's what keeps no, me No, I, I think
1: yeah.
4: you're right.
2: I think that you know, a couple uh, get a good, a couple good wins, and then yeah. I think you and Mitchell. I mean, a whole different ball game. I think it's because even even that fight, I felt like it was more like you know.
1: Are you, you going to stay
4: at 45 time. or are you going to go back down? Yeah well the only reason we did that fight at 55 is because of the pandemic so that's the only reason like he said he couldn't make the weight and I was like well you don't have to ask me twice I'll fight him at 55 in a second because I don't have to cut an extra 10 pounds which you know made yeah. it much better much better experience.
1: What are your thoughts I, on uh, O'Malley?
4: Dude I think the kid's good man. I, I It was weird because I was like this is going to be a real test for this kid. Like, is he hype or not? And man, he's fucking proved that he's not all hype, dude. Like you can't dismiss what he did. Like what he did was fucking legit. Like he knocked that guy out stiff, like with just like a, like almost like something you fuck around with. Like you know, when you're high, you're like fucking shadow boxing. was like, oh, blah, and like <laughs> boom, like fucking knocked the dude out. I was like, holy shit. Like, it was almost like he was, I don't even know. It's like, you just fucking around and he just, it was pretty amazing. So, I mean, I can't take that away. I think the kid's a real deal
1: you think Cody Garbrandt's back?
4: Yeah, for sure. He's one of the guys, too, man. Like, that guy was coming off with three knockout losses in a row, and you see him come back with that. It just shows, like, what we talked about before with Masvidal, you know, losing, and these guys, like, you, you get knocked down, you get back up, man. That's fucking Cody, bro. He got knocked down three times in a row, but guess what? He got up three times, and then he fucking knocked the other the next guy out, now he's a star again, you know? So, that's the way the game is, you know?
1: Totally. Who do you think is going to win, uh,
4: the rematch Stepe
1: or uh dc i
4: don't know man i think i think Stepe. i don't know it depends what Stepe shows up on dc it, it's so weird with heavyweights man i think heavyweight's the only weight class that you can never predict i feel like i don't know if you agree it's just yeah it's it's crazy like if like heavyweights have to be in shape like they really do like it makes so much more of a difference than in other fighters. Like, if, like, just say, like, Kobe, you know, um, not Kobe, uh, Masvidal comes in and he's, like, a little bit worse shape than Usman. You're not really going to notice it much. Like, you might see him gassing in the later rounds or something happening. Like, oh, he didn't have a full camp. But the heavyweights, bro, after the first round, they're sucking air. Dude, Look at fucked, Look at Deion Vellante with
1: that. Yeah, gun. yeah. yeah.
4: Like a, I don't know what that was. I still don't know. How- I can't believe that, dude. I friggin' had money on Vellante, and I was like – kind of like all right i i was excited i'm like there we go he's fucking come he's gonna win and then he just like taps i was like what the fuck just happened i was so <laughs> I,
1: I don't know and normally i don't make fun of people if i'm friends with them but i'm like how do yeah, i not no, I'm, do friend with, I'm, I'm friends like, with too. he always fucks with me but uh, man i don't know what the fuck he's I mean, doing I, he'd be the first person to be like yeah i probably should have trained harder for this fight you know or like, yeah set up or something you know yeah i think
4: I, I mean i think he knows that he's not he's a smart yeah. kid he's, yeah, well, he he it. It. I think he gets it.
2: He definitely gets it. He yeah. needs to.
4: So you think maybe like there's, there's a guy in the
1: LFA who's a, who's a baker, and he wears a baker hat when he calls oh, really? Yeah, he's okay. He's pretty good at jujitsu, but he wears a is baker he? hat. And and his tallest corner wears baker hats. And the only reason I know him is because of that. His name is the he goes by the baker. You think is maybe? He good? He's pretty good. He's not. He's like a, a above five hundred LFA guy, right. but he's not like a. He's not a superstar. Yeah. But But uh, I think he's probably he's probably a better baker than a fighter, to be honest. Um. But what? but do you think maybe you
4: should have like a chef? That could be your thing. You come in with like a, like a full. Yeah, on- dude. I mean, I love. Yeah, yeah. Let me walk out with some knives, man. I, I'm down. No, but. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know. It's just like the, the UFC is so liquid, like their policies now. Like, dude, I friggin. I was in line with uh, Smile and Sam Alvey, and he wanted to wear, like, a gas mask when he, when he went to Waze, and it was because of the COVID thing, and they wouldn't even let him. So there's certain things that, you know, you can't plan because they don't let you do it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I mean, like, I don't
1: remember know. those Muppets? Wasn't one of the Muppets a chef? There was a, a chef Muppet, right? He a was yeah, the, I he,
4: what was his name?
1: Day, he had that cereal called Crunchy Stars. He, he was a muppet. He was like an angry, crazy fucking chef. He would throw shit everywhere.
0: Yeah,
1: oh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like that could Swedish Chef. Swedish Chef. Sweetest chef. chef. Boinka, yeah. boinka 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 boinka. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Maybe you could be. How about like... am You shouldn't do that, <laughs> bro.
2: You shouldn't <laughs> do that,
1: bro. I'm giving this guy <laughs> some good career advice, man. Like, well, well, no, man, you
2: he- know what? I, I, I'm telling you something. I was watching your post fight where they were interviewing you, and you. Even though you you were standing there and you could see how you're like, yeah, this is exactly the feeling
3: I want to
4: have. Yeah, this is what I fucking – like, so cool, I, you know what's man. crazy? It's funny you say that because I fucking knew, like, when I, after I lost to brace and then I told my manager I want to fight. I mean, it was only three or four weeks after my Bryce-Mitchell fight. I knew – I mean, I've never been so sure of anything in my life. I, I mean, that's why when they said split, I freaked out. But I knew I was going to win that fight. Like, I, I always am confident going into every fight. But I knew there's no fucking way I was going to lose the fight. I just was so confident the whole time because I was like, no, man, like this is how this is how it's going to happen. And, dude, and then when they went to post for an interview, I mean, they said split, it scared me. But when I won, I knew going into the interview, I was like, man, this is what I yeah. fucking envisioned. This is you what I you knew. I too,
1: um, you think you got too confident in your guillotine? Because you were hitting everybody with it. And then it, was, oh, seemed, like, yeah. it seemed like with Bryce, when he took you yeah. down, you're like, oh, uh, no
4: problem. And then – Yeah, dude, it's just, yeah, in the armbar and the guillotines, yeah, that's kind of what what, what screwed me, man. I'm so good with submissions that I catch everybody in the gym. I catch them, you know, even in fights. You look at all my my resume and, you know, submissions, like, even as an amateur, like, there's never – I've fought in over 40 fights in my life, you know, over 20 amateur fights, and there's never been a time I can honestly remember ever being out grappled or not, like, getting a submission chance. Like, and I knew if I got a chance on Bryce, he would have been fucked. Like, if I, like, I, I, I'm, like, once I get a submission, like, set up, like, you can ask anybody I train with, like, the best guys on the planet. Like, you know, like UFC fighters, whoever. Like, that's my shit. If I get a fucking, if I get a, uh, if I get a submission, like, chance, if I get a position, it would have been over. But I literally never got the, the chance the whole fight, which has never happened to me. I yeah. can't remember the last time I've ever got one opportunity, like, to do what I wanted to do. And honestly, when the fight was over, I was like, fuck, the fight's already over? Like, I was so surprised. Like, I wasn't tired or nothing. I was just confused. I'm like, how the fuck is this over? You know? It,
1: it, it, it seemed like it got away with, from you. Like, it just happened. Yeah, it just got
4: man. away from me. Like, I just, I, and maybe the crowd usually, like, when I get out of submissions, I think they would have went nuts and it would have gave me some energy. Did you got a like, blowjob the
1: night before? Let's be honest. Was, it, was there some chicks no. the night before? No, because I'm not no. – Oh, sorry, I that there. Oh, oh,
4: no, nah, he's good. He don't
1: care.
4: He can't hear you anyways. So.
1: Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> I'm just saying, sometimes women will do that to you.
2: But, can, and you know, so I ask you, when you're in Boston, when you were fighting in Boston, was that a, a – What did you say? When you were fighting in Boston, was that just like a great feeling to –
4: went by stoppage and then that crowd was just went fucking oh it's the best dude There's nothing that looks so 20, 20 come cool, like the really... dude they got the Boston Bruins banners the Celtics band, it was hanging from the top like i remember getting punched in the face on the ground i was like on my back and fucking Manny Bermudez was smashing me and i just remember looking up i saw like the banners i'm like this is my my house i ain't fucking quitting you know like <laughs> yeah I, that, that was a, no that not happening, dude. Not
1: not So today. what were you saying about the blowjob? You are about to say something about the blowjob. I, I go, you get a blowjob night for you? You said no. And you are oh, about to answer so,
4: something. Yeah. Well, what, hap- well, what thing did happen, and I don't make excuses for nothing, but 10 days before – I'd say 13 days before my fight, I got two fucking ingrown nails removed, and they did surgery on my toes. And I don't know if it took away, like, energy or what it did, but I feel like it wasn't a good idea, you know? Like, the doctor was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to cut your – Like, just going to clip your nails. Like, and I would go in, and they sticking needles in my toe, and they're numbing it. And before you know it, she has, like, a saw, and she's cutting my toe my ingrown nails out. She's like, yeah, we'll do both of them. And I'm like, uh, I'm fighting in, like, 10 days. She's like, no, no, you'll be fine. And like, when a doctor tells you, like, you're kind of like, okay. And, dude, before you know it, they're fucking ripped two teeth out of my toes. Like, literally nails, like, the size of a tooth. And I'm like, dude, I'm fucking bleeding for two days straight in my toes. And I'm like, I'm leaving in a couple of days. Like, so. I don't know if that – like, I don't want to make excuses. I don't know maybe if that's what it was, but that's the only thing I could attribute to. So the doctor's, to wearing, well, the doctor's wearing
1: camo? Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe I know.
4: Like, was like Christ Christ from Ar- I was like, did you go to
1: Arkansas fucking college They have, like, three, <laughs> three people. they drinking moonshine during the fucking operation. Yeah.
4: And, yeah. Oh,
1: you can. You just take like your toes. <laughs>
4: yeah, you're going to fucking eat some squirrel after. I don't know, man, but I. I, I just – I don't know. It was weird, so. That. I didn't even think about it until after. Like when they asked me in interviews, I didn't. I don't want to make excuses and take it away from Bryce because yeah, you know, it's, I can. Everyone has an excuse for anything. You could say all oh, the Moving forward, man. Moving
1: forward. Exactly. You got. You got. You got. You got bigger things right now.
4: And yeah, yeah I think exactly. You're gonna, you're coming off the win.
2: more wins, and it's you have the right attitude. And being yeah. like, I see some fighters that don't like you said. You want to be a champion. Period. The end. Yeah.
4: Right. Yeah, I've always you said that. And that's that my goal since day one. You know.
2: Yeah, you gotta have that focus, and I think that. We were talking about uh, Tyron Woodley before, and sometimes I think when you have too much other shit going on, you can't you can't focus on the task at hand. I, I just think that that's a better way to do it. Not that I'm saying Tyron Woodley is a, a you know a
1: chump. I'm just saying there's not going to yeah. be any Charles Rosa rap albums, right? It,
4: yeah, yeah, exactly. You no know, man, when I'm the champ, you give me when, enough money. When you're I'm the champ. Out. If you give me enough money, if you give me enough money, I'll I'll bust a freestyle right now for like 100 Gs. <laughs> 100 Gs? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great, man. Yeah, but uh, uh, you still, still got a funky
2: right?
4: Hey, the fucking new
1: kids yeah, are from back. Boston, right? The new kids on the block. Was that? Is that? Did they grow up near you? Oh yeah,
4: Marky, uh, Mark, Mark, Mark uh, Marky, Mark.
1: Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch.
4: Well, yeah. listen,
1: Charles Rosa, where can
4: people find you? Uh, you guys all, you guys can all find me. Uh, I got Twitter, Instagram, Charles Rose MMA. Um, you know, right now I'm up in, you know, Boston visiting the family for the 4th of July. But, you know, I live down in South Florida, so I trained American top team. And, uh, yeah, man, you guys, you know, tune in. Uh, Hopefully they fight probably again in September. So just, just waiting on the news. Um, and if you guys want to donate, we have a Chucky's Fight charity. My dad runs. He jumps in the freezing cold ocean. You can check him out on YouTube. He jumps in the ocean. He, you know, he does in the summertime too. But when it's snowing out, he's doing it too every single day. And he's uh, raising money to help uh, with substance abuse awareness and educate teens on substance abuse. So, you know, the slogan is Help Knock Out Substance Abuse. So check that out, but, uh Is your dad on like, drugs when he's doing this? It sounds like he's on nah, drugs. nah, no, it sounds – I know, right? That's what you would fucking think when he's is jumping it? in there. Are we doing anything? His substance abuse? Watch, watch it. You'll see what you'll see. Check it out, man. It's fucking – you'll see. He's fucking I nuts. Will.
1: Well, the, no thank doubt. you, Charles Rosen, man. You're the, you're the best.
4: Thank I you, guys. Thanks.
1: Congratulations Thanks. on the a contract, too. Congratulations. Thank you,
4: man. thank you, you. guys will see me back in there, soon. Take care. Later. Right,
1: that was Charles Rosen. Good dude. No,
2: man. Good kid, man. That motherfucker, man, got hard, man. The, I watched the thing of Doc on his surgery. Oh my t- God. Man, that was some tough shit. And to get through that and, and to still be able to get come back and fight, that motherfucker got you got that you know that that lion heart i know i don't i hate to say no, that oh
1: no, it's true that well look i mean like like you said there's, there's fighters and then there's athletes and we got a guy whose father yeah, like, uncle and grandfather were fucking bare knuckle boxers okay. uh, from boston irish fucking boxers from boston guess guess who's probably going to you know have that
2: <laughs> guess who's going to probably do yeah but no, I mean no. He really like I watched. I watched two. They had some documentary on him, and he really, that was some shit, man.
1: Dude, he's a, he's a good dude. He's,
2: yeah, he's, I mean his that, like his his spine. He had to get uh, that's that's intense, man.
1: So by the way, he was getting head the entire interview. He just texted me. There's, uh, shit, there's a girl. This
0: dad his dad walking in the dad
1: walking in the room too. That's how that's how tough those guys are. This is uh, yeah. He's yeah. a tough
2: guy. Okay. I was going to ask you now before, but I know we get a bounce, but I, so you got, you changed from one to yes. methodol.
1: Yes, yes.
2: So uh, during the whole, during the show, in the beginning of the show, you're
1: like, ah. Yeah, and for the whole show, everything I say, did uh, I take back. You know what? I didn't what? realize he was in the gym the whole time. And the fact he's in the gym, though, is from, from the looks of it, it looks like he hadn't been in the gym the whole time. If he's in the gym the whole time, he's going to
0: win. 100%.
2: Yeah, uh, Maybe. Wayne, why do you say 100% then maybe?
0: <laughs> because I forgot he's fighting I forgot he's fighting Kamaru Usman. I can never bet against Kamaru Usman. That should be your because...
1: t-shirt, by the way. 100% maybe. That would be a good shirt. <laughs> that is, yeah. No,
2: you know, know, that's a great t-shirt. But you know what, though? I, I think there's a different – I don't know. Usman, I've never seen him get really shook. But I don't know. Masvidal got that dog in him, dude. He got that – he's a – he, like – I, when I saw him piece up the dude at backstage, I thought this motherfucker don't give a shit.
1: Stewart, right? Stewart. Yeah.
2: yeah and he, no, he he, he him well, up, and I was sitting there going, no, he's dead serious. Under- I felt like he would have fought. Uh, he would have fought wherever he sees somebody. If they just said something, he seems like the kind of guy. Like
1: no, he's the kind of guy. I mean, down. I mean, Ben. Uh, no, Chelsea Sonnen told us he he knocked out four guys in a club one time. Like two of them, like in like the men's room. Like he he's just that guy. Like. He doesn't care. He's just—he's that dude.
2: But if he wins, if he wins, then he then he fight if he fights Cody, I think that that would be a really really good fight.
1: I think it all depends on how people win. You know, if he goes out and just knocks out Usman in 30 seconds, they're not going to give Usman a rematch. If it's a fucking close, controversial split decision, that you know, it, it, I think it all depends on how he wins and if he wins both of them. You know. Um, like, for example, the Askren fight, they they asked Ben Askren, do you want a rematch? He's like, the guy beat me in five seconds. Why the fuck, why the fuck should I, <laughs> should I get a rematch? <laughs> you know, I, I think it depends. But like the Stipe versus uh, DC, those fights warranting rematches. You know what I'm saying? Like they could go either way. I, 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 uh, I, still,
2: I still think that. Um, that the, the Robbie me, Lawler
1: be... versus Rory McDonald fights, those fights. We needed rematches, you know. I, I think that they they've gotten away from rematches. It seems like in the UFC, uh, which is not which is weird. It
2: well, no, be- I, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me not to have rematches. But Cormier, I really do think that that first fight where he just 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 blasted him, right. I just don't think he's gonna be able to do it again. I think it, I, that, I, I think that that his numbers Tipe, done.
1: Tipe didn't respect his power. He, he saw a guy that was five foot three, uh, you know, fucking huge fat dude he's like yeah this guy's not gonna hurt me he, he, he guy should be 185 pounds and then he learned quickly that, that was not the case that
2: was not the case but the second fight I think he did adjust and yeah. I think he's gonna adjust again I think that I like Cormier though I am a fan of Cormier but I just don't think he's gonna be able to do it and I want him I want him to win but I just don't think he can do it anyway. I, I
1: agree so uh Shang where I know you have a podcast every day of the week where can people follow you find you t- talk to us
2: Okay, yo, make sure you go to my website, IamShang.com. Sign up. Sign up on the site. I've been getting a lot of sign-ups, so I appreciate it. And um, go to my Instagram, which is at comedian shang. And our podcast is called Savage as Fuck. And we do a show, uh, me and Pedro, our black Pedro, Pedro Hernandez, out of Detroit, Comedian. And thank you guys for supporting us. We've been getting very, very good numbers lately. So I'm, I'm very happy with it. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank
3: you, thank, thank. We,
0: Ween Dog, you? Go and follow my YouTube account, my YouTube channel. is the Joe Perez Show with no spaces, and I'll be uploading a new video tonight. So go ahead I, and get It's a different that. name every week. Yeah, I gotta, I mean, I gotta just find something to settle with, dude. It's Ween Dog TV, then it's this, then it's that. I really gotta just find something to What's wrong with,
2: with Ween Dog TV?
0: Well, I'm trying to be like a professional political commentator now. I don't think I'm going to be going on Fox (laughs) News or CNN with with the wean dog as my name. But you know Uh, what? You never know in this crazy world. Donald Trump is president. Kanye is running. You never know. Let me see wean dog 20 or 2030.
1: Every every Friday night, I do a Zoom show. I do an hour on Zoom every Friday, 8 o'clock. Since my Vegas this week got canceled and my Captain Brian's in July got canceled. So I just got, uh,
2: yo, did you get, I got canceled.
1: Everything got canceled. I mean, look, I mean, Brennan Chaube and Callen went to Texas last week and got COVID. I
0: can't believe we didn't talk about this because this is hilarious.
1: They they went to Texas, they got COVID. And, you know, because I guess on their, I don't listen to their podcast, but I guess they've been saying that like, they're not going to get it. It's not a real, it's not as bad as people think and yada, yada. I I don't know what they've been saying. It seems like they've been kind of dismissing it. But then three days later, Brandon Schaub posts on Instagram going for a 20-mile COVID bike. Like, he gets COVID on Wednesday, and then Friday goes for a bike without a mask on. He wasn't wearing a mask. And, they and then he deletes out. the
0: post. But it's he deleted like, the post. Hey,
1: come on, man. Like, just because you're okay doesn't mean that other people are going to be okay that you pass.
0: Right, yeah. I, I thought
2: that that Schaub, that, that was a dumb fucking thing to do, honestly. And he's a cool dude, but... I well, think that was dumb as fuck.
1: Not, that's not, I mean, I, I think Brendan Schaub, I, I think is a good person uh, who cares about other people. So come on, man. Let's, let's, let's just be smart. You know? Or, I mean, it, or wear a mask. If you, have, if you have COVID, just stay home for a couple weeks until you no longer have it. Like, like just stay home. G- get a treadmill.
2: You can yeah, have, I mean, both my gigs were canceled and honestly, my, my son was like, good. You know, I was supposed to be in DC at the comedy loft. I was supposed to do the comedy loft and uh,
1: come on, man. I was do I the got,
2: improv. My improv date got canceled and I got canceled. So on,
1: Just, it's like, I understand that, you know, you, you want to show strength, but sometimes you got a uh, concern. Concernism is, is, is...
2: And, and you know what's happening right now that the people are not thinking about younger people are getting it more and you know who's susceptible little kids not, not because, because their immune system's not as strong. No, so yeah, why would you
1: also, do that? People are also recovering. I, from What I'm reading is, people, people are not dying, but now they have a condition the rest of their life. Like now they're gonna be fucked up for life.
2: Their respiratory system's messed up. Yeah. They actually, uh, some people's uh, sense of smell. So my thing is, how about we just fucking avoid that? <laughs> you know what okay. I'm saying?
1: How about like, okay, if you wanna go for a bike ride with a mask on or without a mask, if, if you want to go for a bike mask, it's one thing, okay? If you know you have COVID, <laughs> don't go for a fucking bike ride two <laughs> days later, okay? It's one thing, if you, if you don't have it, if you, if you don't have it, okay. Uh, whether I agree with it or not, I, 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 I get it. But if you know you have it, stay the fuck home, please. Catch
0: up
2: on Netflix, catch up on whatever the fuck you got
1: to do at home. I- what are your thoughts? Well, I'll play devil's advocate although
0: I don't 100% entirely entirely agree with Brendan. I think his defense would be that he was riding his bike like through the wilderness, like where nobody was around, he wasn't through the city or anything like that. He was like up in the mountains. That's his that's what his defense would be. So I'll probably just, you know, put so my defense on this 20 one. 20
1: miles you're going to r- ride. You're not going to pass anybody?
0: I mean, for sure probably will pass people which is why i don't entirely agree with his mentality of going on a bike ride is, so i mean
1: so you've mapped out the 20 miles you know where everyone's gonna be on yes. this path and, yes, and, I and have. you're gonna and you're gonna avoid people on this like this I mean, 20 mile ride you have a 20 mile path, private fucking bike path i mean let's come
2: on man that, that's why you got 100% maybe, that's where you should have it,
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to ride the fence here. I'm trying to see what his defense would be. 100% maybe. I, I, think no. his,
1: I think his defense would be, listen, I'm going fast enough on my bike, or even if I pass someone, they're not gonna ha- be in contact with me to get it. Uh, and 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 therefore, they're not, they're not in danger. And maybe that's the case, but maybe it's not. It seems like we don't know everything about this thing. Yeah. And, and if there's a chance that so that's not the case, let's, Let's let's bike inside. Let's get a Peloton. You, he can afford a Peloton. If he can afford a fucking, uh, whatever he has, uh, uh, a Tesla or whatever he's driving. Yeah, he, and he he has, he has, a, he's, he's killing a $100,000 Porsche. But he can afford a Peloton and go 20 miles in your house.
2: In your house, watching TV, away from people not spreading COVID. So,
1: and if you're going to go 20 miles on a bike ride without a mask and you have COVID, don't post about it. Because then other people that have COVID are gonna go for fucking bike rides, and they're like, gonna be like, "Shaw did it. Shaw well, no. did it." Then they're gonna go. it, and then and then they're gonna not go. You know, so it's like, it's also you have to know that you're also a, a voice, and then and then and then me, I have to then go. Do I make a joke about this? Because I'm gonna see this guy, and <laughs>
2: I absolutely make a joke about it. I, I have. I, 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 I wrote I, two jokes already. So,
1: I, I, I have to make a joke about it. You have to. You have
2: to. I, I mean, but comics that are going out on tour, when I said, saw that they got it, DL got it, um, two other comics that I know got it. So uh, Michael Yo got it. The comedy, it.
1: Club, the comedy club I was booked at called me up and said, We got at least 20 calls last week saying that their audience, people have, have gotten it. They were at your establishment and they gotten it. At least 20 people have called and said they had coronavirus. So it's, it's just not worth it, you know?
2: I'm, I'm, it's frustrating because I, I was, I did want to go, you know, do shows. And I, I heard the comedy love is pretty cool. Um, and I wanted to do the improv and I had the uh, levity. I was supposed to go to levity. So um, that's out, that's gone now. Uh, I just like, they just emailed me. So I, part of me feels like, ah, I really wanted to go do shows. And part of me is like.
1: Dude, I'm not we've been doing this 20 fucking years this is, this is our career this is our livelihood this is we put our entire life in this fucking yes yeah, it's, it's
2: our superpower and, 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 i mean i know um, it sounds weird but it's our superpower it.
1: and, and just 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 brendan i mean look i'm not fucking just, just be smart about it man like if you have covid stay home especially three days later you want to go out yeah. in two weeks you know you had it two weeks you're better you want to go to a bike ride wear a mask cool live your life man but three days later
2: Yeah, but Brendan, Brendan, you didn't see him do that. Who? I'm not not Brendan. I'm sorry, um, Brian. Brian.
1: No, no, Brian's not gonna do that. I mean, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know if it's a little bit. Who knows? I, I, I'm not gonna. I, I got my own problems. I got a marriage. I got a kid. I got a podcast. I got a life. So I can't be worrying about Bernie You can you're, you're like,
2: but but you should. I, I, I really, because I, I, some of the shit you had on was hilarious. Yeah. So I just think that comics shouldn't be upset when another comic gets a joke on him. I think it's great.
1: Here's the deal. I don't make fun of his comedy because, look, it's not my style of comedy. I haven't really watched it, David, to be totally honest. I watched his special but,
2: and it was it was fair at best
1: but that's his thing that's his art that's his thing um, but if you're going to fucking put people's lives in danger on a fucking bike ride because of your sheer arrogance you you're, you're going to get fucking jokes about you you got to get clowned i if think you're you going to get clowned if you're going to try to fuck 15 year old girls like crystalia uh, you're going to you're getting jokes about you you know what i'm saying like you don't get passes when it comes to like in some weird way, it's like I'm not, as a fellow comic, I'm not gonna sh- take a shit on this guy's stand-up comedy because he's trying his best and yada yada, and that's his that's his journey. But when it comes to just being a fucking dumbass and putting my parents fucking, possibly my parents' lives at risk, I I don't know. I don't think it's what he was trying to do, but just be a little smarter, man. If you have COVID, three days later, don't go out on a bike ride for 25 miles. And doesn't he have a wife and kids? Yeah, of course.
2: What what about their safety? What about I don't know. I don't know. I mean,
1: I just I've heard a lot done. of people that believe this thing is a hoax or it's just bad the flu or you could all recover or it's not or there's a I mean, you go on the internet, you can find millions of people with different things. And I'm opening to listening to all this shit. I'm not going to I'm opening to hearing people out. But I'm also listening to doctors and i'm also listening to experts and, and i I don't, I don't think any doctor is going to be like hey you got covid go for a bike ride three days later out in public right. I, I, i've not found one doctor maybe his doctor yeah. is telling him that but the, the doctors that i'm seeing speaking on television on the internet are not saying that's the remedy for covid is to Biking. get yeah. bike in public in front of for 25 miles
2: no, I, 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 but wing, wing dog was like well yeah you know if, if you know where you're going you're not gonna pass people like you're gonna pass people it doesn't matter unless you really mapped out this 20 mile and said yeah it's a special route i'm going it's only for covid riders then i'd be like okay a bunch of COVID people are riding.
1: and what if you're riding and somebody like in front of you breaks their leg and they're gonna die uh they're like ow ow and then you have to help them do you give them COVID, or do you just <laughs> try? Or do you just keep fucking Just keep going. Sorry, bro,
2: got COVID. <laughs> I, would, I would come back for you, but no, I, I mean,
1: just—it just seems like you know. You just, I mean, people got really mad. His Instagram feed was just, oh my god, of people telling them him like, "What the fuck are you doing?"
0: He had to delete what the post. Dead? It's not there no more.
1: Yeah, he took it down.
2: Yeah, but Adam, you're gonna get shit because you you say some people get mad, but I don't think I I see people laughing. Every time I've seen you put a joke online, you get a little bit of shit. But mostly people are like, that's funny as fuck.
1: Oh, of course, people people that get mad are like, uh, like I made a joke about about him. Tim Duffy got mad at me or Todd Duffy. I'm like, uh, he's like, you know, that joke's not funny. I'm like, all right, Todd, I'll now check with you before all my jokes. Let me know. since, Since you're now the guy and I like Todd Duffy, like, he's a buddy of mine. But still,
2: it's one of those situations where, like, shut the fuck up. You know
1: what, you're getting free comedy, there's millions of jokes. If you don't like the ones that I put up, just move on. Also, you're on my page. Like go to someone else's fucking page, look at their jokes. Like what, what? That's, like saying, that's like saying like, I'm gonna put on that TV station and just fucking complain the whole time. Well, turn the fucking channel. You act as if like. No,
2: I'm I'm a hostage. I have to.
1: It's like. Well, that's like you know like go go somewhere else to eat. Go go find someone you like. Uh, fuck man. Like, fuck, fuck Wendy's. I don't like Wendy's. Then don't eat at Wendy's. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, especially especially when I'm giving you free food. <laughs> here's some free food.
2: I bet mean, that fucking sucks, man. It's like
1: Don't eat it. Food isn't as good as the last guy. Go find the last guy the fuck out of here I,
2: yeah I just don't and that's why I think Brendan he should definitely get jokes he should get chock full of jokes and I wrote to like as soon as I saw it I went oh this this fucking COVID spreader the first, the first
1: thing I did though when I heard he was sick because I DM'd him hey man I hope you feel better like because I, I happened to like I've met the guy a couple times he's very I've nice I've met him a couple times yeah and I mean so I really don't want any kind of ill on this dude but then three days but then I'm posting pictures of him fucking going and I'm like is he making it hard? It's hard to fucking, to feel bad for a guy who's like, fuck it, if I'm infected, we're all getting infected. <laughs> but like, look, I mean, is, is he trying to create the it. fucking- Everybody
2: got it. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, the whole by himself? Like, I'm gonna yeah. give it to everybody? Like, what? I don't know. No, people, I did
2: a couple jokes about Chris D'Elia
0: and-
1: And what happened?
0: And that's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. All right, well, listen. Great note to end on.
1: But when we, when we come back, we're going to hear about Shang's Crystalia jokes. Uh, Shang, uh, love you, man. Uh, Wean Dog, you're the best. Thanks, man. Uh, you too. This week, we got Alonzo, uh, Medifield, We also have Colby Covington calling in. Uh, thank you guys so much. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: Peace. Trap, and trap, don't trap. Too many songs to cook, Jim
1: Dorpot
0: Lang. Ta.